What's going on, boys and girls? We have a terrific episode of Two White Lights Fourth Day. I had on the program former IPF World Champion, former USAPL National Champion, in my opinion, a legend in the sport of powerlifting, L.S. McLean, on the show. And this interview was a lot of fun. I, it's like everything I imagine it to be interviewing L.S. because I know he's a cool-ass dude, but I didn't know we would think so alike as far as powerlifting goes, as far as sports and powerlifting debates go. I had a blast with this. We talked about everything the listeners, I and LS, like to talk about. We talked about if he believes he is a legend in the sport, we talk about a lot of lifters who he believes are legends, and we talked just about the current state of powerlifting, some changes he would like to see, talk about how to maintain the funness of powerlifting as a competitor, how to maintain that loosey-goosey type of feel. And we also get into his lifter rating, which we talked about an hour at the end of the show about this. And that segued into who would be featured on the Two White Lights video game if it ever came out. Who would be the cover athlete, much like Madden has their cover athletes. Who would be on the Two White Lights cover athlete. Who's on our Mount Rushmore's of best powerlifters. And then we got into a, a whole lot of other conversations and debates on who would be the the logo of powerlifting, who would be the Jerry West, if you will, of powerlifting. Such a fun interview with LS. Hopefully, I can do it again some sometime. And don't uh, don't count out those two white lights cover athletes yet because that might grow somewhere. So terrific interview from start to end. Believe me, from beginning to end, you're gonna want to listen to this one. But before we get into LS's interview, gotta talk to you guys about Leflar Bros. Ladies and gentlemen, visit leftlarbros.com, go to the Instagram page, and get yourself some merchandise. Definitely visit that Instagram page because you will see the designs developed for strength athletes, developed for powerlifters, and this is a company that is dedicated to growing the sport of powerlifting, and they're doing a damn good job of doing it because they are releasing awesome designs, awesome merchandise, and they keep on doing good for the sport. You gotta love it. They keep on getting themselves in the meets as well. So check out Left Floor Bros on Instagram. Give them a follow. Go on their website. Get some merchandise. You can see the designs. The Left Floor family is growing. People are wearing the designs because they look awesome. Make sure you go on leftfloorbros.com for their merchandise. And of course, two white lights merchandise as well. We got two white lights merchandise on Left Floor Bros. We got the original logo. We got the Fight Night Tee. We got some dad hats now. I'm psyched about that. You can get all this discounted. If you use that promo code 2WL15, you will get 15% off of your order. If you use that 2WL15 discount code on Leflar Bros merchandise and Two Way Lights merchandise, just use it on the whole site. You're going to find something you love. I guarantee it. So make sure you are on LeflarBros.com. Also, visit RivalLust.net and get yourself some informed choice supplements. Remember, if you are a drug-tested athlete like a lot of you are, that informed choice supplement, that little check mark on the box is going to help you a lot. You don't have to worry about if your pre-workout is tainted or it has some banned substance. Rivalist got you covered with the informed choice supplements. Use promo code ANGELO15 to get 15% off of your informed choice supplements. Also, Visit lift.net to get yourself some stoic gear. I only wear stoic gear in the gym and on the platform. 
It is my favorite gear company. Use promo code Angelo10, get 10% off of the black label, the white label, the olive drab, all their knee sleeves, wrist wraps, singlets. Use that promo code Angelo10 and you will get 10% off of all Stoic gear. Also, visit Notorious Lift and follow them on Instagram. They just released their Sumo So Gen 2.0 and it looks beautiful. It looks gorgeous. I love it. No slip drip is a real thing. I know the performance with these shoes are definitely there, but they look great as well. And that's the best combo of all time. Performance and looks, you can't go wrong with that. It's like Tom Brady. So make sure you are on Notorious Lift. Follow them because they have their drops. You can't just go on NotoriousLift.com and get whatever you want on there. You get the drops. If you follow the Instagram page, you can sign up for a newsletter. If you get the newsletter, you will see when they are dropping specific types of designs and specific shoes. February twenty or February 19th is going to be the next one. Make sure you guys are on that. Remember, no slip grip is a real thing. Make sure you are on Notorious Lift and follow them on Instagram. Also, follow us, Two White Lights, on Spotify. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Leave a five-star rating and leave a review. That helps the show a whole lot. We thank you for your support. And now, here it is, Two White Lights. And as promised, I got with me USAPL, IPF, 93kg, 105kg, and 120kg. I think you were the first man on the show to hold all three of those weight classes. In my opinion, USAPL legend LS McLean. How are you, man? I'm doing well, man. I appreciate it. I appreciate that. That's a nice little intro, boy. Make me feel like I've done something important in my life. Are are you okay with that being called a legend? I think at this point, the longevity, the amount of accolades you have, I think legend is a good word for it. I mean, I you know what, man? It's 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 weird. It's it's weird when you hear it. Um, if you know, I uh, I was actually talking to my dad about this, man, and um. Because us, you know, you get those DMs like, dude, you're a legend. Thank you so much for answering my DM, yada, yada, yada. I'm like, hey, man, I'm not much of a legend. I saw my boss. I was like, daddy, man, they, they, this dude said I was a legend. I don't even get that. He's like, well, this is how you got to look at it. You take your, take your longevity, right? Take everything you've done and put it on someone else. Like, how would you view them? I'm like, ah, bad. I get it. I get it. Mm-hmm. Um, Sometimes, yeah, sometimes it's, it's cool to hear it. But then in my eyes, I mean... The legends I see, like are like your Gene Bells, your you know what I mean, your your Jennifer Thompsons, you know David Ricks, you know there's to to me those are legends, man. The Brad Gillinghams, you know mm-hmm. what I mean. The Nick Talukis, Mike Deshears, like to me those are the legends, man. Those are those are they they have such brain. I mean, I, like we talk about off hair Ray Cam people that you literally can say. Their their name their first name you're like ah I know who you're talking about like there's some there's some people that I feel like they they they're legends I mean I mean not only have they had longevity in the sport but they've made such a huge impact not just within our sport but just 
how our sport is viewed by others' eyes. You know, mm-hmm. and so I feel like that. You know, for for me, in my opinion, that's really what makes makes a legend. I'm, I'm working on that. With me, it's it's a lot of it's going to be on that social end in terms of you know, uh, you know, race relations and and you know the treatment of other people and you know really how our our sport is is how inclusive our sport can really be. How much love can our sport actually have for one another rather than just like oh wait a minute like you wait. Where's your, you know, is your USPA or is it USAPL? Like, where is your P? What side of the A is your P? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. Two white, oh, lights is, two white lights is all over that one if you look at our last show topic. Jeez and rice, bro. Where's that P at, bro? You know what I mean? Like, if that P's on, on one side of that, man, I'm saying, like, it's, 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 there's, 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 it's going to be smoke in the city, man. So you got to be. You know, and, and, and honestly, it, it obviously shouldn't be that way. I mean, we're all just trying to, you know what I mean? Wait a minute, are you stiff bar or are you deadlift bar? Wait a minute. You know what I mean? Like, who does that? So, so, let, me, no other- so let me ask you this, though. Since you got started in the sport, because you've been powerlifting, you're, you are extremely influential because how long you've been competing, how long you've been competing at a high level. So you've seen the evolution of the sport. Did you think there would be a point in the sport where we're having these type of debates? You know what I mean? Where like no, it's becoming man. some sort of sport debate, like who's the goat, MJ or LeBron? It's like why are you guys yeah. arguing this shit? Like when it's it's pointless, we're never going to prove it. But then we're having these like type of sport fan debates between the deadlift bar and the stiff bar, tested first, untested, hack first, you know whoever Atwood or something. We're having these debates. Gee, hack versus the rest of the world. Let's go. <laughs> There's only two Johns in the world that I fear: John Hack and John Wick. Let's go. <laughs> Jesus, right? I, you know what, man? I, <laughs> I give John shit all the time. To be one hundred with you, man, I never in a million years thought. I mean, because let's let's be let's be honest. In terms of of lifting, predominantly on the raw end, regardless if it's raw with with uh, again, here's another one: raw with sleeves or raw with freaking wraps. Like on the on the side of the the raw end, because it's fairly, it's it's young, yo. It's super mm-hmm. young. I never in a million years thought that I would ever be in a point where I would hear people just arguing. Because let's be... <laughs> Most of these people arguing don't have the strength to be arguing either way. Most of the people arguing don't have the ability for a deadlift bar and or a stiff bar to even matter for yeah. the weight that they move. But so, but like, it also translates to other sports, right? Like, these people yeah. arguing about MJ and LeBron, like, you guys can't even last... I'm a millisecond in the NBA. You guys can't even mess a millisecond in the AAW. Like, you can't even okay. mess a second in these juniors. So, like, it's the same like, shit dude, always. You, you can't even make it to the NBA D- DL, dude. You can't, you, can't, you can't make it to the developmental league, but you're trying to argue over in Man, get out of here. You didn't, you didn't play on your junior high middle school team. <laughs> but you're trying to argue about MJ and LeBron. Like, man, if you don't get out of here. And there's always that dude like, wait a minute, what about Kobe? What about you just shut up, dog? <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, it's just, <laughs> it's just, there's a lot of, there's so many warriors out there, bro. And it's crazy because you would think, oh I'm, oh, I'm about to get them. You would think that these dudes and, and, and ladies that are, are going off so hard on, on, you know, how their opinion matters on whatever, whatever, you would think <laughs> that, <laughs> you know, I'm going to leave it alone. I just will say this. <laughs> wait, 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 come on. You can't, you can't, of, there, you can't a, hook me in a, like that and like the, let the quarter go. Of, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of strong hands out there that are quick to pick up 
a telephone and type all all whatever trash they want to talk. Those same hands can't hold on to three fifteen on a deadlift. So I'm just like, you probably should work more in your grip than they grip in the freaking the grip. I just just shut up, lift, have a lot of fun, and I guarantee you a lot of the stuff just doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. And, and and I always think to myself like, you know, those people again that 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 I talked about that I consider legends. How much controversy do you hear them ever in? How many times you hear who's Jen Thompson beefing with? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. That's a good you point. know what I mean? Like, you know, who, who is David Ricks beefing with? You know, who's who's Mike to share? Who is Mike beefing with? <laughs> oh, no one, because they're too busy doing legendary shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, that's it's a just, great point. You know, like you know, how many times have you heard Ray Williams beefing with anybody? Thing he beats, only thing he beats with is is am I gonna put a thousand kilos? Am I gonna go fifteen fifteen hundred? Am I gonna go fifteen hundred pounds or am I gonna go five hundred kilos? I can't decide. It's all a lot of weight. That's all the debate he has is which bar am I gonna put to the test today? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like legendary people that do legendary things don't have time for like for unnecessary stuff and a lot of this stuff is completely unnecessary mm-hmm. why are we fighting over stuff that does it doesn't matter bro yeah at the end of the day like what does it matter if you lived on a noodle bar or a uh, man's bar if you lived on a freaking deadlift bar or if you lived on a stiff bar like oh wait a minute if that's not a leco dog it's not real <laughs> you know what i mean like oh wait a minute is that a leco or is that is that rogue Power bar versus legal. I don't know. Wait a minute, though. I mean, and, and again, like, again, that's a Kobe LeBron type thing. Like, oh, is it going to be Kobe LeBron? Wait a minute, though. You guys fight about Kabuki, bro. And that, that one's got more attention than all of them. You know what I mean? Like, there's always somebody that's got something to say that really does not move jack squat when it comes to that. Like, it doesn't matter that much. Yeah. So, for me, I just, I just feel like it's a lot easier to go. Crack a few jokes, eat a little food, lift a lot of weight, make yourself a little bit better and a little bit better and a little bit better every time. And you look back, you know, five, six years from now, because most of these fools don't last four or five years. Mm -hmm. You look back after five or six years like, you know what, man, I put together a pretty decent body of work. Maybe you won some. Maybe you lost a lot. Doesn't necessarily matter. But you look at what you started with. And you look at where you're at right now, like, you know what, we put on two, three hundred pounds, you know what I mean, on, on our total. You know, that's that's pretty good. Technique yeah. got a little bit better, you know what I mean? My body composition changed a little bit. You know what I mean? I might be able to punch through a man's chest now. You know what I mean? Like I you know, I'm a little bit more confident in who I am as a person, you know, and I love my friends, I love my life, you know what I mean? My kids are good. Like I there's so much other stuff you know, that, that we could be worried about and we could use this lifting stuff as a compliment to our lives rather than this distractor. Because you know, right now it's, it seems that it's more of a distraction and it's just like everyone has an opinion about everything. And I, just, I that part I just don't get. Yeah. You know, and, and, and like we you know, kind of talk, it's weird saying off air, but it is what it is. But kind of like we talked about like, you know, a lot of energy that the insignificant shit could be focus towards some things that actually matter, dude. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? There's a lot of things out there that we could really be caring about aside from, you know, a, a deliver. Oh, Lord, don't, uh, are you using chalk? Are you using straps, bro? Does that count? Those knees are kind of soft, bro. You know what I mean? Like, like we, we're so quick to hate, you know what I mean? Now, don't get me wrong. I, I can't get on board 
with them high ass squats. If you're high, you're high. See, we all got those things, man. So like, it's co- it's cool how I could see someone go from that to then their competitor comes out. You know what I mean? Because you see that and you're like, man, I work so hard to squat low and get these records and win. And then I see mm-hmm. something like that. Yeah. And then, then like, the competitor comes out in you. And I think a lot of this is competitive edge kind of stuff. Yeah. And I mean, and from a competitive standpoint, I get it. But even then, like, all right, cool. So what you going to do? Yeah. Are you going to keep talking trash? Or are you going to do something about it? And for those select few that actually do something about it, like, you know what? I don't like that these, you know, these high squats are being counted. All right, bet. So what, what are we going to do about it? Well, let's get together and try to figure out a way so we can standardize this so it can't be, you know what I mean? So so these can't just be passed over and over and over. All right, cool. Well, good for you. Well, if you need anything from me, you let me know. If you need data, I got you. If you need six, seven years of my squats, I got you. You know what I mean? Like I got all the videos. You know what I mean? Like there's there's ways of, of you know, there's ways of doing things and, and, and ways of, of, of approaching things that don't have to be so combative, that don't have to seem like, you know, they're just saturated in hate. But a lot of times it comes off as just a lot of hate. Yeah. Because, uh, again, you have a majority of the people, you know, let's be 100. Let's, let's rewind it just a little bit. We will, you know, we'll, and we'll, we're going to Tarantino this. I'm talking all this yam about a squat that's high for an all-time world record that my ass is not capable of either, even touching with wraps and with a suit. So I'm going to keep talking about it, talking about it, talking about it. But there's no way I'll ever touch it. Well, how about this, man? I know that it's a 1,300-pound 1300, 1300 squat, bro. I'll never touch that in my lifetime, bro. I, I don't. I barely subtotal that. So rather than me just you know harping on it, talking about it, talking about it, talking about it, talking trash on it, looking like I'm fueling things with hey. You know what? Let me do a little research. Let me, you know, let me find out. Because then, when you look at a lot of these federations, when you look at a lot of these, you know, a lot of these 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 guys and girls that are that are doing these squats, you know, like, you know, until you put on wraps, until you put on a suit, until you put on multiply, for a lot of them, that is as low as they can really go. Yeah. You know, and and that's the thing that when at in the beginning of the, and I'm not saying that a high squat is passable. Yeah. Do hear me on that? Because if anybody tries to come and at me, like, hey, homeboy. I'm not the one, but I will say that if you get in all that stuff and you wrap up and you, you get those, you know, two mile long, you know what I mean? Uh, you know, knee wraps and all that stuff. And you try to, you try to go down, bro. It's a lot harder than you think it is. Yeah. And, and so I, that part I, I get, but when it's clear, when that, <laughs> when that man or a woman's, you know, body is pretty much in an a frame <laughs> and they haven't broken then all right, you know what? Now we have something to debate about. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's 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 right there. You have the actual facts right there, and it's it's hard to you know it's it's hard to to really to really you know go against what the eye, human eye can see and what pretty much all federations across the board are saying in terms of like the hip versus like the knee. Like it's just it just is what it is. But they're just I don't know yeah, well, that com- part. I, comparing the two, though, I'm like. Because I get I, I, when you have a media source like Two White Lights, people want to hear your opinions on that stuff, and they want you to shit on something. So, but with Multiply, I tell people I'm like, "Yo, they're not really going after, they're not going and getting on their soapbox and saying we have the all-time world record, the heaviest yeah. squats. They're not talking shit. They're comparing each other to other Multiply squats. So I'm like, leave exactly. Multiply alone. Just let them 
be multiply lifters, let them do the thing that they're doing because they're only have... comparing themselves in their own division. Exactly. I guess I start getting my opinions in when you start seeing it in the federations that I know people who want to keep their records safe and they're like, okay, I feel like I'm cheated. But, I mean, we had a whole podcast episode about this. Yeah. We know, as far as, like, high-level competitors, what's bullshit and what's good. You know what right. I mean? That's where, that's where the P in front of the A, and, like, that's where it kind of matters. Yeah. It's like, if you see RPS, yeah. like, okay, well, we we know to an untrained eye, I would still like to see people lift with integrity. But at the same right. at the same time, people are understanding of what's legit yeah. and what's not legit. Uh, exactly. But now let me ask you this, though. Let me ask you this. Do you think that the these debates, these kind of things, are, are is good or bad for the sport? Because I, I would say, like, when you have those debates, if the it goal is to make it more depends. popular, that's what's going to help the popularity. It can make it more popular, but, but here's the thing, dude. I mean, what type of popularity are we looking for? You know what I'm saying? And we can always talk about there's that, okay – you know, I always think about this. What type of popularity are you looking for in terms of, you know, are you going to be the, you trying to be the cool guy at school? Like, hey, man, that guy right there, bro, I love that dude. He's cool. Like, all right, hey, that's, dude, there's there's Jay. That guy's a dickhead, bro. I can't stand <laughs> that guy. You know what I'm saying? There's level yeah. of popularity. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, like, do you want to be, uh, since we're on in the NBA, since we've been using NBA terms, do you want to be looked at as, you know, do you want to be looked at as Michael Jordan or do you want to be looked at as Dennis Rodman? Who the f- I, I don't want to be called the worm. I don't want my popularity and my fame. You know what, man? I love Dennis. I mean, Chicago you know I mean? Bulls fan. My brother had a Dennis yeah. Rodman jersey as opposed to a Michael Jordan jersey. I had the Michael Jordan jersey. My brother had a Dennis Rodman jersey. Yeah, so, but, th- th- but that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, it depends on what type of popularity one wants. Can't you have both? So, like, yeah, in, in the sport? You can. I, I, I will say this. Debates are always dope in that if you if you approach a debate with an open with an open ear and an open eye, there's a possibility, a high possibility that you're probably gonna learn something. Yeah. Because normally if you're for or against, if you're for your side, then you're probably gonna know your side a little bit better than that than the nay. And if they're against the side, then they probably know some facts of you know that support them them not wanting it that you may not know. So you're you're likely to learn something about you know either end. If it's you know if it's a healthy debate, I mean, healthy dialogue in any form or fashion is is I feel like it's dope. No matter what it is, no matter what the subject is, I feel like healthy dialogue one's one's one has the opportunity to learn something from it. Yeah. Now, when it's used as a, a, a as a as a as a tool to divide, you know, that's when that's where I. I personally draw the line, and I feel like we're at a point now where, you know, you get people, you know, I'll say people like yourself and me, I feel like we're cool with the debating because we like to talk, and we Mm -hmm. like, just the idea of debating is just fun. Like, you know what, but what about this? Oh, but what about this? Oh, but never think about this. Like, we're going to get something out of it. And at the end of the day, like, all right, hey, you know what? Good shit, boy. I like what you did. Nice, nice. And we're going to, you know, go about our day unaffected. But then you have those you know what I mean? The, the keyboard warriors that just, you know, they just want to be right. Yeah. And a lot of times that can be a tool that can that can divide. Um, and then, you know, you have whatever side you want to call it, you know, they can be their elitists and they feel like, no, this is the only way to go. And that, again, is another tool, you know, that, that can that can divide. I mean, 
the whole point of, of, a, of a sport, of an activity, as something that's fun, a hobby that turns into a, a lifestyle, whatever it is, it's, it's, it's fun in some form or fashion, somewhere around there. And when you start taking the fun away piece by piece, like, you know what? That was pretty good, but, hey, you know what? I like what you did, but, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like we're talking about, Ray, hey, we know you've been a, you know, world champion, you know, four or five years in a row, but, you know what I mean? Like, you know, we're always looking for the next best thing. And, you know, we, we still to this day have not figured out the whole, I mean, we do it in sports in general, but powerlifting big time. At no point do we stop and appreciate what we have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We don't, like, we don't appreciate the fact that, you know, Jen Thompson has won so many times. She was winning before a lot of these people that swear they're experts were born. You know, you know, they, we don't realize like, you know what, you know, Ed Cohen is one of the greatest, if not the greatest to ever touch a barbell on the powerlifting side of things. And even Ed had to go against guys that, that could give him run for his money. Oh yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, and, you know, Gene Bell was one of those, you know what I mean? But we don't, we don't, we don't pay attention to, to our living legends, people that have literally paved the way for so many of us to be able to step onto a platform, you know, and, you know, how many times have of all the people, because there's a lot of people listening to this, how many times have you met one of your heroes um, and be like, yo, oh, sure, let's selfie, you know what I mean? Nothing. Just, hey, man, I appreciate you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. That doesn't happen. You know what I mean? Like, I think, you know, it, it's not like, you know, it's not like it's hard, you know, to, to, to be grateful for where we're at in the sport. But we're at a point in the sport where people are actually making money from it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was able to quit my full-time job to coach and lift. And, you know what I'm saying? I got enough sponsors coming. I'm like, you know what? I can actually pay a bill here or there. You know what I'm saying? Just from being able to stay healthy and lift and having a, you know, sound mind, sound body. Like, I think that's pretty freaking fire, yeah. you ask me. And, you know... At no point have I ever thought, like, you know what, though? I need more. Oh, I need more. I need more. I'm just like, man, bro, I'm just happy to be able to wake up, you know what I'm saying, and 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 look myself, you know, in the mirror like, hey, you know what, let's go. We got to go move a little weight today mm-hmm. and be able to go do it, you know? And I just, I don't know that, you know, that, that we, we've we ever taken time to appreciate these people that we have, bro, because if it hadn't been for a lot of these people that we're hating on now, you know what I mean? And a lot of these people that we're so quick to replace with the next best thing, we wouldn't be in the place where we're at. So, you know, you know, so again, it depends on the type of popularity that you want. I don't know that it's the greatest thing that we're fighting amongst ourselves over squat depth and the types of bar and, you know, you know, the who's the best, who's the worst, whatever. Rather than like, hey, man, did you guys watch this? Now, I'm not going to lie, dude. Like, you know, one of the cool things that I mean that I, I take tell six pack all the time, like I love that King of Lifts will post people, but even even like, all right, why do you post this guy? Why do you compose this guy? Like, I'm tired of seeing Russ. I'm tired of seeing <laughs> Steffi. Like, dog, y'all are some fucking haters. Yeah, like I, you know what I mean. And you know, and but I get it. You know what I mean? Because you I mean we just, bro, we just as human beings, we just love to hate, bro. We're mm-hmm. just. Some, fucking haters you know what i mean like there's just there's just no such thing as you know if people love kevin hart for a little bit and then i was like i'm tired of seeing him oh word okay that's a bad you know what i mean like 
It's just like we just, you know, it, even if even if it makes us happy, we find a way to just get become angry with it. And I don't understand why. So I just, you know, sure we're gonna find a way to be to, to piss on one another because of a bar. Like, oh, this dude, you know, he's smaller than me. And he just pulled three hundred keys like it was like it was air. Man, I'm two fifty and I can't pull it. <laughs> he got a Dilla bar. Like well, you, we, we find it. Well, you know that, what? Like that's a, I actually do like the kind of the progression we're taking because it used to be, um, say like uh, let's say four years ago or three years ago. Um, yeah. I remember just uh, a few of my lifts getting reposted on King of the Lifts, and yeah. a lot of the thing for my deadlift was let's see him pull it conventional or that kind of comment. Mm-hmm. I'm no longer seeing as many comments like that because people kind of cast it aside as being a dumbass argument. You know, so well, maybe at a point we will. Well, you also have to consider the way that you're moving. Not everybody can move, so it's hard to <laughs> it's hard to really talk. It's hard to talk smack when you're moving high weight. Yeah, I, I, you know, I mean, you know as well as I know, numbers don't lie. I don't care if it's conventional. I don't give. I don't care if you're doing it. fucking Jefferson, dog. Like <laughs> if you're moving weight that the average man can't can't move, and then at the top of that, the average powerlifter can't move. I'm like, you know what, man? Maybe I should back off a homie. Let me go to somebody else. Because they just, they can't touch it. Well, yeah, but but it, know, was, it was a thing for a little bit. Like, seriously. It was, it was a thing. Like, conventional versus sumo was a thing. You know what I mean? But then, like, you know. But again, you're like, well, I mean. Well, then you get someone, you get someone, you know, at, with a high prominent conventional deadlift telling you to shut the hell up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because none of so none of the people who actually matter, I call I refer to them as jabronis. Jabroni, oh, absolutely. yeah, jabroni. Like nobody's will argue about sumo and conventional. That's yeah. a jabroni argument well, because no one who's well, worth a damn is arguing about sumo versus conventional. And the thing is, most these most these guys don't jabronis. Most of them don't understand. There is a pretty high percentage chance that if you pull sumo and you pull pretty high, you probably have a pretty sick conventional pull as well yeah it's just that you choose to go sumo you know what yeah. i mean like you know if you can pull you can pull yeah. i don't care what i mean and then again i mean you may not you might be a 750 plus puller you know what i mean you know with sumo and you know you may only pull 730 you know what i mean like conventional but there's you know the carryover between the two is, is not that far like people think like oh bro if you only if he pulls 700 sumo he probably only pulls 600 conventional I doubt it, old man. I doubt it. Yeah. I don't know how the human body works, but you know what I mean. Like yeah. but that's, but that's you know at the end of the and plus the way your sumo, I mean you can honestly I mean your sumo is like it's 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 borderline hybrid anyway. It's dude, it's so nasty, boy. The way and you can just I mean from your setup one can tell like ah oh, this fool can pull. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's well, like, you're doing the same correct principles. That's what. That was the, uh, I mean, I always apply it to kind of like uh, high bar versus low bar. Because I recently yeah. just started doing low bar squats, and my coach is telling me, it's like, it's the same squat. The bar is just Absolutely. lower on the body. Like, that's and, it. It's, it's like, the same. So it's for exactly. sumo and conventional, it's really you're following a lot of the same principles for a deadlift, staying yeah. behind the bar, making sure you don't round. All of it's Absolutely. the same. So if I know still, how to sumo you're still, deadlift, like, you're still cognizant of the bar path, all of that. You know yeah. what I mean? But just, I mean, but people they look for a way again, just to just try to shit on somebody's accomplishment, man. But but I but I but I agree. You know, I, 
because of the prolonged exposure of lifters, I mean, of, of from all walks of life, just moving just insane amounts of weight over and over and over, at some point you have to realize, like, this is an argument that I will not win. Yeah. This is something, you know what I mean? Now, circle back to a high squat. There's no, I mean, there's just, there's just, there's nothing for that. So then I just, you know, I, I, you know, and then of course you can always talk about, you know, the arching and, and not arching or whatever. I just, you know, I, a lot of, we, I just feel like there's three lifts. Mm-hmm. There's really only three arguments that one can really, really have. And then after that, what are you left with? Lifting weights. So how about you just get rid of the arguments and just start lifting? Yeah. If it's if it bothers you that at least for me, if it bothers me that much, and again, I can I mean I'm in a position that I can, but one day I guess I won't be able to. But if if it bothers me so much, I see a 700 pound squat and it looks high to me. You know what? I'm gonna do a 710 pound squat. I'm gonna bury that hoe. I'm gonna act king of lifts like, hey, six pack, put this hoe in there. You know what I mean? Like, you know, it doesn't work that way. Sometimes it does. It doesn't necessarily work all that way all the time. Yeah. But, you know, if I see a 500 plus bench and it's with a super arch, like, well, you know, I don't know about that. Cool. Well, let me get my fat ass on this bench real quick. <laughs> let me bench 500 real quick, flat back like I am. I'm like, all right, well, cool. Now I feel better about myself. Yeah. And honestly, most of the time I'm cracking jokes as is. You know what I mean? Like, I just, I just feel like, man, it should be fun. Yeah. You know, and, and, and we're losing a lot of the fun aspect of it all, just trying to make it so technical and trying to make it so, you know, so formal and trying to make it so much bigger than what it is. Hey, man, we are literally running our bodies into a freaking brick wall, right? Mm-hmm. And the most finite resource, <laughs> we are running our bodies into a brick wall and then, you know, and we say, hey, the way you ran your body to brick walls, it's not right. You should run it like this. Yeah. Like it makes no sense when you think about it. Speaking yeah. of you know, speaking of appreciating things though, I do appreciate the differences between lifters. Uh Steve Denovi brought this up on a past podcast where we're talking about uh bench arc. Um yeah. it's cool as hell that we got, you know, a, a nice rivalry going in eighty three. Russ first saw it. And they're two yeah. polar opposites, you know what I mean? It's like it's like a boxing match between, you know, a counter puncher who's on the defensive like a Floyd Mayweather or this boxer puncher like Manny Pacquiao. That's a brawler. It's cool. Yeah. It's like it's like who who's gonna win this technical battle between the two? Like, and it's cool. It's yeah. like because Russ is like he's a conventional puller, you know, pretty near. I mean, he has a low bar squat, but it's not like the wide stance nah. of Sean. And his bench yeah. press is quite standard. But it's cool yeah. to see like those two guys are gonna be battling it out, and like, they're like, individually and unique. It cracks me up because, like, Sean has, like, a total <laughs> – I think it's, like, a, a total range of a foot yeah. between all his lifts. Like, it's just, like – but here's the thing. It, it, you know, and Sean's strong, bro. Like, he just – but he's but he's also able to use leverages. He's also able to use his flexibility and his mobility to, 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 to really shorten his range of motion, you know, which if – I think if, if everyone can do it, we would, but not everyone can do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, if I could arch like that, son, it's a wrap. 600 opener. Every time. <laughs> but, I mean, I, I but I can't. Oh, no, you know I've, I mean, I mean I've, I've tried. I've tried hard to really lessen the range of motion on my bench, and it just doesn't work for me. It's not happening. That shit yeah. is not working. Nah, man. 
No. So and I mean, I mean, same thing with squat. It's like I can't squat the way Sean does. Like it's and it's hard for him too. Like it's hard. Yeah. No, it's yeah, it's not easy on the body. You know what I mean? And and the thing is, I mean, but that's something he's committed himself to year after year after year, session after session after session to perfect. It's not an easy thing. You know what I mean? And it's not easy on the body. You know what I mean? And you mean there's a lot of extras. I'm sure that he has to do to get himself in the in in the in the you know condition and position you know to be able to to maintain that because I mean that's not something that's sustainable. The regular a regular person can't they just can't. Mm-hmm. It's just not a sustainable. It's a, a, a lot of stuff that he does is not sustainable for a regular person. But Sean's not regular. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then you know it, it's going. I, I I think at the end of the day, it's it's again it's about the appreciation you know, of, of who's doing what, you know what I mean? Like, you know, Sean's wide, but again, if, which a thing that we don't do, we don't necessarily dig in our crates. If you dig in your crates a little bit and you go down, I believe to the 59s and you look up Eric Cooperstein, you'll see that Eric Cooperstein has a straight up sumo squat as wide as one can, can really get. Mm. And I mean, he's like an M2 lifter. Um, Dude, if you ever get an opportunity, I mean, I'm sure there, there's videos out there to, to watch Eric Cooperstein. He is one of the widest squatters you will ever see in your life. And the first time I saw it, I was like, that can't be right. <laughs> I think his squat is as wide as a sumo. It's it's crazy to watch. But, I mean, you know, I mean, when Sean gets set up, I'm like, oh, it hurts me to watch him set up. Like, yeah. ouch. You know what I mean? The walkout. And then, the walkouts. Yeah, the like, walkout, when I see the walkout. The walkout looks so painful. Yeah. And then he braces and he holds and makes that tension. I'm like, this fool is about to pass out. <laughs> There's no way. So not only are you hurting, like you just your body's like, I hate you, I hate you, I hate you, I hate you. <laughs> and they're like, you know what? When you just why when you thought you hated me, hold on, let me hold my breath for almost a minute. And then I'm gonna take this, <laughs> I'm gonna dunk this hole real quick. Like it's it's hilarious, man, because I mean, the dude is he's he's a technician. Yeah, you know he's craftsman at what he does, and I mean you're gonna be hard pressed to find anybody that commits themselves, you know, to you know, to their to to their rendition of of this 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 art, you know what I mean, like Sean does, you know, and I mean, and you can only appreciate a person that does that. Would I do it? Probably not. Would you do it? Probably not. Could our bodies take it? Probably not. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And but that's fine. You know what I mean? Like I just I feel like. I'm, you know, you may not like you may not have liked the guy, but you have to appreciate anybody that works that hard, you know, to perfect something like that. Because again, you know, I mean, you know, what what does it take? You know, what does it take to beat Russ? It takes moving more weight. Well, how can I move more weight? Let me shorten these ranges of motion. Mm-hmm. Okay, well then, how do I do it? Well, I have A through Z. Well, shit, let me get on it. Yeah. And I mean, and and that's what it's about. How do I win? Okay, let me let me put my body in the best position to win. Literally, put my body in the best position to win, and I'm going to do it. He's committed himself to doing that. And any lifter, don't care who you are, man, woman, child, don't care who you are. If you commit yourself, like Sean commits himself to 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 winning, then I mean, more power to you. I yeah. can appreciate that. You know, so I just you know, it's it's hard to hate on anyone that works hard to be the best version of themselves. And and I mean, and, and it can't you can't argue that Sean does not try his damnedest to be the best version of himself. So. Oh, yeah, for sure. I consider him one of the hardest-working dudes in powerlifting. Um, oh, but, exactly. I mean, speaking of competing, so let's let's look at 2021 right now. 
So in just in your perspective right now, what's your plans for this year? Because, I mean, we, we wait another month here, and we're starting these preps for Raw Nationals, and we start getting into the seasoned USAPL uh, events coming up. So well, what, what are you thinking as far as just uh, your goals right now? Honestly, dude, I – I mean, my, 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 um, man, I'm going to go, I, I'm going to stop eating. So I'm going back down to 93. It was fun. It was okay. fun while it lasted. So I'll, I'll go to Nats, do the 93 thing. Um, you know, have the time of my life, hopefully. Um, but a lot of that's, again, for me, it's going to depend on, you know, the COVID situation. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love this lifting thing, bro. But I also don't want to put my life in jeopardy, um, behind lifting. I mean, let's be 100. I mean, I'm already putting my life on the line when I try to put weight over myself. So, I mean, there's no point in, in doubling that. Yeah, no, no um, reason to find other ways to risk yeah, your life. You know, what I mean, I mean, I'm I'm on the list, of course, to for the vaccine and everything, and that's that's awesome. Mm. Um, but but at the same time, I just you know, for me, at least, it's good to have a a a, a target point. Like, all right, now I'm not working out, but I'm training for something. Yeah. Um. You know, so it's cool to have something on the horizon to 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 work to work for. Because um, I just, like I said, I mean, you know, I just I wanted to see, I wanted to see if I could, you know, do one hundred and five. I did it. It was fun. I wanted to see if I could try to one twenty thing. I ate as much as I could. Almost like I literally almost threw up on the scale. Like that is hard, <laughs> just, man. That is hard to do. What you, you did, need body. Like, listen, it's 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 man to man. It is the hardest thing to try to force yourself to go up a weight class, let alone two. Yeah. And I ought to be 100 with you. It was just, I just like, if I could just eat, if I could just get to 240, that makes me legit. I, can, I don't want to be 231 and a half. I want to be 240. I want to try to get the man. So to, to like start, you know, you know, a year almost, you know what I mean? Not necessarily a year, but to start eating because like I wanted to try 105, but I knew like if I'm gonna do this, I gotta commit to really eating, eating. You know, by the time I get to the Arnold, so pretty much I started, you know, last year around January, just ate, but tried not to eat too sloppy. Just ate, 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 made that 105, you know, mm-hmm. and and then like all right, cool. Now, are we gonna try to do this 120 thing? All right, cool. Let's try it and just ate, man. And, and it's it wasn't. You know, it wasn't the easiest thing, you know what I mean? But I just didn't see, you know, I didn't see any type of competition, you know, in terms of international comp in sight, you know what I mean? And, and so for me, that's, you know, that's still, for me, that's still, I'm still kind of on that same thing because, I mean, there's a, there's a lot of parts of Europe that are still ravaged. There's, I mean, there's there's a lot of parts of the UK and Europe that are still in, in full, full quarantine, yeah. you know what I mean? And so I'm like, all right, I get it that we're going to have a raw nationals. Are we just having it? to have a raw Nats, are we having it to field an international team? If we're having an international team, there's a lot of, there's a lot of these spots that aren't fielding teams, period. Yeah. I, so I don't know I, the landscape of any international meet going forward. Yeah, I think, like, I think it yeah. seriously might be, for, even for lifters who, even if there is an international competition, I feel like it's going to be raw nationals for a lot of people and a wrap. That's yeah, it. I don't yeah, think they're going to take so, the travel. Yeah. So I just don't, that's that's my part. I'm like, well, are we even really gonna have raw nats? You know what I mean? Like, and again, these are all questions that I have. But I mean, 
to sign up? Yeah, I did. I got the invites. So I'm like, of course, I'm going to sign up. I mean, and, and you know, I'm going to train my butt off and try to put myself in the best position, you know, to be the best version of myself. Because the last four raw naps, I've just been hurt. I don't like being hurt going into a meet. Um, you know, um, and for me, it's probably going to be a wrap because I don't, I mean, I don't, just like the last round, I mean, I've made it known from the jump. I don't plan on ever going back to Belarus. You know what I mean? And, you know, I highly advise anyone that, you know, that knows what's going on, you know, that knows, knows what's happened in the past, but also knows what's going on currently there. I would highly doubt that you would want to go there if you just know what the climate's like. Yeah. So there's that. But, you know, but... But we want to field the team. That's cool. Whatever, whatever. Um, why not just field the team from last year? So I look at it. Just field last year's team. Yeah. You know what I mean, give those champions a chance to go do their thing. I've been a champion. I've had a chance to 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 get the the automatic champion bid and go. It you know it it, it hurts me for them that they don't get an opportunity to to go and rep you know rep rep their you know to really just go and rep the U.S as the champion of USAPL. I mean, that sucks. Like now you got to start all over. Um, so I just, I don't know, but for me personally, I just, you know, I, I I'm just going to go to Raw and ask, I'm honestly, dude, I'm going to have the time of my life. You know, if, you know, um, it just, you know, see faces that I haven't had an opportunity to see. Uh, I feel like it's going to feel, obviously there's not going to be a lot of people there, but I feel like it's going to feel more like a nationals than, na- than the past few nationals have felt because it's not going to be as big. It's going to be, you know, as close to the best of the best as you can get. And, you know, I mean, you know, it's just, it, I don't know. I don't know that I like it being a thousand plus people. You know what I'm saying? Like it just, you know, it just, it, it I feel like it takes away from a nationals. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I, I just, I love it being, Oh, oh shit. Be, all right. That's a bet. Dude, this is the best best. This is a league company. You want to, you want it to feel like a national. So you want it to be something that like, you know, that, you know, even, you know, that qualification is so hard to get like, Oh sh- bro, I got to grind to get this qualification. Mm-hmm. And even then it's not a guarantee that I'm going to get it. You know what I mean? Like I wanted to feel that way. Um, and we're getting there close, you know, we're closely getting there. Um, but yeah, that for me, that's, that's really it, man. I'm going to do the thing in June. And then after that, man, you know, I'm going to host some, you know, I think I'm going to host a meet or two. Um, Maybe strongman comp, you know, and 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 really try to. It sounds weird, but I, I mean, I have these uh, these these COVID these COVID ideas, these COVID friendly ideas for for meets that, that I want to kind of not necessarily experiment with, but I want to see, you know, you know how well they work out. Um, you know, it's it's super COVID friendly, but it's also it keeps. I feel like it's going to keep the lifter that much more safe mm-hmm. um, because I don't see this going away anytime soon. And so I feel like we have to be a, a bit more innovative in terms of how we do this, 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 uh, this COVID stuff, man. I, I just, you know, I, I'm starting to feel more for the judges now, um, than, than ever. So I want to try to figure out a way to try to keep the judges a little bit more safe. Uh, so I got a, a few ideas I'm going to try to try to throw around, but yeah. Um, but that's it, dude. I, I that's for me, that's, that's, I'm just going to keep lifting. Like I'm lifting, man. Just keep trying to grow the business, trying to make sure my people get as strong as possible. You know what I mean? Try to, you know, pull out more, you know, quality content and, you know, you know, put out some heat for the streets maybe. And, and that's, that's really it, man. All right, man. I'm looking forward to, to all that. So, and yeah. yeah. And I think you're in the same boat as a lot of lifters right now for 2021. Uh, for those fortunate enough to get, you know, an invite, um, we, we spoken at two white lights at Great Plains about, you know, the whole raw nat situation um, as far yeah. as, you know, top people getting in and out. So, We'll see about yeah. that, but I think a lot of people are just, you know, they're 
for people like you who have the invite, just compete at Raw Nationals, and that might yeah. be a wrap. If there's any developments in the Arnold, it'll probably have to be the same exact type of meet. If it's going to be the yeah. Arnold, like you're going to have, you're going to be looking at like, you know, maybe five people per weight class just to yeah. fit into any sort of COVID regulation. Uh, so I think your yeah. your plans are very similar to others, but I am curious to hear about some of these ideas for a COVID friendly type uh, event. Well, I mean, I think one of the biggest things that that I mean, you notice if you've done a meet because oh, you're about to have, have you not done a meet yet? Yeah, I've have done. You, uh, yeah, I've done have Midwest Primetime. That was... Okay, uh, oh yeah, yeah, that's right. So you've done a COVID meet already. Yeah, like um, a really small meet. Um, the, the thing that, that you notice with judges, man, and honestly, this is not something I'm going to hold on to. This is something that, that, that I highly... I hope that, that those other meet directors try trying to pick up. Um, a thing that you notice over and over is the judges' exposure to... Regardless of... of you know, people type in like, no, I take, I'm COVID free, whatever, whatever. Anyone can lie about that, which yeah. means it puts the judges who are pretty much exposed to a different person coming in over and over and over and over and the spotters and loaders over and over and over. These judges just sitting there. You know what I mean? Um, it's not necessarily hard to put up uh, like, you know, a little barricade between them and the lifter. The lifter can still see them. They can still see the lifter, uh, you know, we see it over and over at, you know, at, at different, you know, different events. I mean, I, I actually got the idea of watching our, our basketball teams uh, play. I mean, obviously NCAA has been cracking down super, super crazy. But at our, at our games, shout out to being a cheer coach, uh, pretty much everything is just they have a, it has a, a pretty much a plexiglass border. Yeah. You know I mean, you know, and it's so it, it'd be cool to see the judges have just a little bit of a barrier in between them and the lifter where the lifter can still make the eye contact. The judge can still be heard, um, you know, and, you know, hopefully if, if, if I could just get the apparatus correctly, I mean, maybe put one behind the head judge because there's always, you know, people behind the head judge just to, you know, at just a higher degree of not necessarily a higher degree of safety, but just to add one more degree of safety, you know, precaution just for them because they are sitting there. And they are being breathed on. They are being blown on. They are being spat on. All that stuff. I mean, over and over and over for at the, at the very least at three hours. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so, I mean, what does it hurt? It doesn't hurt anything to try it. You know, um, it doesn't necessarily interfere in terms of you know sight. It doesn't interfere with interfere with rules and regulations. Uh, I mean, and again, that's a, that's one more barrier between human and human um, because I mean it's. You know, it's 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 hard to really mark out six feet from a judge <laughs> and a lifter, especially when the, especially when he gets a deadlift. Yeah. Um, and there's no way you're six feet away from your judges. You know what I'm saying? When you know your side judges, it's just not possible. You know what I mean? Um, so those are you know those are some things that that that, that I'm toying with, man. That I don't necessarily think I'll have done. Um, you know, in the next two or three months. So that's definitely going to be a post nationals thing that, that I try to implement. Um, and, and hopefully it works out. If it works out, that's definitely something I would probably submit to the, you know, to the, the, uh, the, the office, the national office to see if that's something they would want to pick up and, and, and try to roll with. I mean, cause it's not necessarily hard to do. No, um, I mean, I work in the school system and, uh, we have plexiglass for all the students and all the, I mean, for certain yeah. teachers in the, uh, like the hallway, 
they got the puzzle yeah. I set up, so it, it actually yeah. worked quite efficiently. Then all those those things yeah. do break. Like I, that's pretty yeah, much my job recently. Just reconstructing these plexiglass things for students because <laughs> <laughs> they're just falling yeah. over left and right. But yeah, it is they, doable. Yeah, so I, I that's something I, I really want to look into doing, man, and, and just you know to see it about the you know the the you know seeing about the like warm up room protocol. See if I could you know maybe do some finagling with that. And thank God I have enough you know enough clients and lifters in this area that I could probably just you know do a, a couple of dry runs with it. Um, but yeah, I just want to see if, if we can try to make things a little bit safer um, because this COVID's not going away. You know what I mean? And, and so since it's not going away, you know, and, and, and again, I mean, the vaccine is people start to get vaccinated more and more, but even then would it be, you know, them getting vaccinated. I mean, there's new strains that are popping up. So, yeah. I mean, as with most, you know, with most sicknesses, it's, it's gonna, it's gonna be that way. So, I mean, while, you know, while that's happening, you know, I, you know, I want to try to at least do my part, um, you know, cause uh, again, you know, kind of what we talked about off air the old lifetime membership we got some of our numbers that are you know what i'm saying there there's this we got some 60 plusers out there you know so we you know we don't want them to we don't want them to be in harm's way if, if they don't have to be and, and same thing with our judges you know and and i don't know i just you know i just one more step i feel like we can do just to make sure that people are protected because i mean let's be 100 with you know covid is, is still going rampant it's still spiking in a lot of areas and here we are talking about having a raw nationals here we are talking about having meets. Yeah. Here we are talking about having, you know, these public events, you know, in the heart of Florida, you know what I'm saying? That's yeah, COVID's popping, you know, you know what I mean? So like, I just, I feel like uh, if we are going to be doing these things, if we are going to be having these events, if we feel like it's just a must that we have these events, we got to be as safe as possible. Yeah. I mean, and I certainly, that my biggest, my biggest aside factor is that if I'm vaccinated, you know what I mean? And, you know, if you know, I'm, I'm I am trying to teach myself to squat in in 95, bro. That is, oh my god. So to if I don't know if, if anybody's ever tried to to train in 95, if you get that down, you are a beast. It is it's it's not the easiest thing. Um, but yeah, man, that's those are some of the things that I have you know going on with me in in, in you know in, in my life, man. So I'm hoping that. Hoping that a lot of this stuff can, you know, go from, you know, go from the uh, the jot screen to, you know, to actually, you know, coming to fruition, man. Because I, I, I really want to see if we can make a lot of stuff happen. So. Yeah, man, I'm looking forward to that, and I think we need lifters like you in order to really make that change. Like, because with you being a high level lifter comes that influence. And yeah. if you kind of push, if you kind of take that influence and push it somewhere, then you can say you can do a lot of things that you say that you want to do. You know what I mean? Make a positive yeah. change for the sport. Make something that you want to make everyone happy and everyone safe. So I'm really, really rooting for that to happen. Yeah, man. I think I think I think it's I think it's a possibility, man. I just feel like if, if we're gonna try to have these meets, we need to make some legitimate additions to mm -hmm. what we're doing. Um, you know, there can be exceptions. You know, I mean, there there can't be. We need to make some 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 super positive additions that are, that are going to help. Because again, I mean, you know. If, if I just thought to myself, I mean, there's a lot of, you know, I mean, we have, okay. I would like, we speaking of Sean, like, you know, back when Sean, you know, you know, he got his little, got his little trouble, you know what I mean? For, for being at the meat mass coming down and all that stuff. Had we had a protector between him and the judge, we may not even have 
be having to go through that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. He may have just got like a warning, hey, by the way, make sure next time that that mask stays up, you know what I mean? So we don't have to go through that ever again. Awesome, awesome. USAPL puts out a, you know, a, a nice little, you know, letter like, hey, guys, by the way, make sure yada, 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 it's going on. We're, we're going to be having the barriers, but even the barriers aren't enough. Let's make sure that we're safe, yada, yada, yada. And that's, that's less static. That's, we're at with a lot of this, a lot of times it's just you know we have some things that we can prevent we have a lot of negativity that we can prevent but you know sometimes it's just it just seems like it's easier just to just to start shit than just like hey man how about we put out this fire before we start it um you know and i just i want you know i just want to have fun dog i think <laughs> the biggest change straight up that that you know you asked me at the beginning one of the biggest changes that i that i see with lifting now as it was when I started like 2012, 2013 was, bro, we had fun, son. Mm -hmm. I'm talking fun, fun. You know what I mean? And, you know, now, you know, like anybody's ever competed with me, they'll tell you I'm in the back laughing, cracking jokes, playing music loud as hell. I watch South Park in between sex, bro. I'm just having a time of my life. And, you know what I mean? Like, I just, I just want to have fun. And, you know, Back in the day, so we're saying back in the day, back in 2012, <laughs> back in the day, like everybody was just cracking jokes, kicking and having fun. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And you had a few people that were, you know, they were on their uptight. You know what I mean? They're up on there like, hey, I, I'm not that type of dude. That's fine. You do your thing. and We'll be over here cracking jokes, you know. But by the time we got to deadlifts, everyone's laughing. Yeah. Um. Now, man, you walk in the back, dude. It's like a bunch of robots, cuz. You know what I mean? Like, people take themselves so seriously. I'm like, hey, man. Hey, you know what? I'm going to tell you something that you may not know. There's only going to be one person that wins today. It probably ain't going to be you, bro. <laughs> so just go have some fun. You know what I mean? Like, it, it's the truth. Bro. Oh, yeah, for sure, it's, man. I mean, I can, you know, I can I mean, attest to that. Like, the times I'm wound up the most is the times I per perform the shittiest. Yeah, dude. I mean, it's some people can wind up and they can stay wound up. You know what I'm yeah. saying? But like, you know, you know, and, and the thing is, you know, you can tell like, hey, man, hey, don't mess with dude. He's he's in the zone right now. And then sometimes like, hey, I'll give you a dollar if you smile. Ah, I got him out. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's just, I mean, anybody, again, that's ever competed with me, they know. And I know that I'm not everyone's cup of tea. You know what I mean? And mm -hmm. I try to, you know, not annoy people when I'm out there. But, bro, this is so fun. And one day, we're not going to be able to do this. And one day, hopefully, it, you know, I, I hope and pray that everyone has at least half the fun that I've had as a, as a lifter. You know what I mean? That, that they have, you know, half the opportunities that I've had to, to win. You know what I mean? And, you know, I'm hoping Jen Thompson wishes that I have half the wins in the championships he has because then that will put me in the Hall of Fame. Um, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Go and wish that for me, Jen, please. Um, but I just, I hope people can just have the fun that I've been able to have up to this point in my career, bro. It's just, I'm telling you, man, it's so much fun because it flies by, dog. And I just never want to look back and be like, man, I could have had such a great time. But I was just like, you know, I'm so wound up, worried about the win. And then, again, when you fast forward it, and correct me if I'm wrong because I know you've seen it, when you fast forward it past the meet and everyone's done, then all of a sudden it's all smiles. Everyone's all oh, smiles. Yeah. Where, where was that when, during the meet, dog? Where was that? <laughs> you know you can have fun. Yeah. You know that you can. It's not hard. And it's not going to take you out your game to smile. Like, you know what? I'm not going to see weakness when I see a grown man smile. I'm not going to see like, ah, oh, I got a chink in his armor because <laughs> you're going to catch this L. You were going to catch that L regardless if you smiled or not. 
You know what I mean? Just go enjoy yourself. You know what I mean? Like, dude, I just, you know, that's one thing I, I can say that I did have last Raw Nats. I had a blast, man, because they just kind of, you know, I think the guys, they, they most of the guys knew me by then, so like, ah, oh, LS is a fool, so he's just going to kind of do whatever. You know what I mean? <laughs> I walk around, slap people in the butt, saying good game, giving out hugs. You know what I mean? Like, I'm yelling for Kyle. Kyle is going to tie me for body weight to beat me. I'm like, hey, I bet you don't do it. I bet, okay, yeah, you probably will. Like, I'm just having a time in my life, man, because, I mean, I love those boys. You know what I mean? I, I love lifting. I love being around people that want to lift, you know, and it's just like the day's going to come when we can't do it, man. Yeah. You know, and, and, and especially right now, not necessarily especially right now, but like these cats don't understand like five years, baby. That's pretty much what you what you really, really got in the tank. Mm-hmm. If you last anything past five years, you did all right. But most of the time, you get about three to five years and most people did. You know what I mean? They get what they can and, and then they're out. And that's fine. Anybody that lasts longer than that, that's awesome. Um, five years is five years is very, 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 very good for a powerlifting career. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Five years means you've been around long enough to see a change. Yeah. You know what I mean? And if you're lucky, if you've done what you needed to do and and you know, and, and you've tried to give back a little bit, you're lucky enough to be a part of a positive change that happened. You're lucky enough to usher in the next wave of lifters that want to make something happen. You know what I mean? You know, and because it's just, it's hard to stay competitive after five years, bro. They're like, all right, cool. I did my thing. I'm outie. Um, it's hard to just fight injury, you know. Um, mm. But I don't know. It's 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 fun, man. It, I don't know. I, I hope that people, if, if nothing else, this is podcast, understand. Like, I mean, you know, I just, it's just too much dope shit in powerlifting for me to be hateful about. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And there's too many dope people in this game for us to just be doling out this hate to everyone. Mm-hmm. there's too many hard ass working lifters out there you know what i mean that you know that sacrifice just as much as anyone else out there you know what i mean that are you know that if they're lucky enough to get posted on a you know a king of lifts or lucky enough to you know have you know to make it into you know uh open power lifting or whatever man like dude those people put it in you know what i mean and you know like i don't care if they're tested i don't care if they're untested you know what i'm saying odds are if you know if they're untested they did it in the untested fed, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, they did it against other untested lifters. So it's not like the, the competition was, you know, zero, you know what I mean? Like they did against other people that pushed them to that, to that limit. You know what I mean? And, you know, I mean, and, and I respect anybody that goes out there and grinds out and puts, puts a hundred percent down, you know what I mean? And like I said, same thing you know, if, if you're going to quit, you're going against other equipped lifters, you know what I mean? And you know, it's not like, ah, I just did 1300. I'm killing you raw boys. Say something. <laughs> You know what I mean, it's not like you know, it's not like they're you know, they're they're issuing out freaking call outs. You know what I mean? Like I just did thirteen hundred. Ray Williams, you know where I'm at, boy. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's something that I would do. I would go full equipped, <laughs> drink a triple pie. I, you know what I mean? Two mile, two mile, and I would go in a. Uh, <laughs> I'm talking. I, I I would be literally armored down to the to the socks, dude. And I probably only do like 900 pounds, and I'm still going to call out Ray because I'm stupid like that. Like, Ray, I'm coming for you. Just so, But, yeah, I just – I feel like this 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 game can be a lot of fun. You know what I mean? It doesn't necessarily have to be cloud chasing. It doesn't necessarily have to be a lot of hate. It could just be like, hey, man, I'm going to lift this weight. You guys want to come follow me? Pete, watch this. I'm going to do it. Cool. I just did my thing. I'll see you all later. I'll post tomorrow. It's that simple. And we'll yeah. have, we can still have just as much fun. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, hey, by the way – I'm going to be on two white lights. I see y'all a little bit. Like, I mean, it's not hard, dude. Yeah, man. 
and, and I agree. So- like that's when I attended my first last year was my first, or I mean, twenty nineteen. So two years ago was my first mm-hmm. Raw Nationals, and yeah. that's what sucked me into the sport is just how much fun I had while I was there. It was seriously the most fun I've had in powerlifting, and really yeah. based on what everyone was telling me about the USAPL, because I came from you know the APF and all that stuff, yeah. very very uh, communal type federation. Right. But, like, they're telling me about the USAPL, like, oh, they're all stuck up. They don't have a good time. It's like, I yeah. was expecting that. And then I get to USAPL Raw Nationals, and everyone's having a great time. Everyone's shooting the shit. Everyone's talking about powerlifting. Everyone's hanging yeah. out afterwards. The warm-up room was communal. No one was no yeah. one was pulling rank on each other. No one was going crazy. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't prime time. I was in the regular section. But still, I know for a fact the 83s in prime time, they aren't. They aren't territorial. There's enough weights to go around. Nah, Everyone's dude, cool. Like, fools, and that's what, and that's, and I really like. That's what got me into the federation. Just, uh, I mean, really sucked me in was how yeah, everyone was having fun. And that, I mean, that's something that I need to take into consideration too. Sometimes, because I take myself, I, I take lifting a little too seriously. You know what I mean? Like at times yeah. when I'm in the gym, I take it seriously. But yeah. at the end of the day, but like, there's always those times where I'm like, wait wind it back take it yeah. easy put in you know what put on some better music put on some different music and get yourself into that groove because like yeah, i remember dude. the arnold when i was at the arnold and that was actually you know my one of my best performances yeah. i was listening to a whole lot of different music right i was listening to stevie wonder as opposed to rage against the machine you know what i mean yeah. like that kind of well, loosens you, me up a little bit yeah man like you just you know a lot of times i mean you can change you can, you can change some one simple external and it changes everything. You know yeah. what I mean? And I, I think, you know, that's 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 a that's a huge lesson to be learned. That's a huge lesson that, that, that can be taken to the listeners. Like, you know a lot of times, you know what I mean, like definitely USABL can definitely be on some like, oh well, well we are the we are the ATF <laughs> affiliate. We definitely can be on that. But then at the same time, there 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 is that you know, there is that huge amount that just a bunch of goofballs that want out of weight, that want to have a lot of fun, that mm-hmm. want to crack a lot of jokes, and then want to go home. And, you know, I think there's a lesson to be learned from that. Like, you know what? I mean, a lot of times you got to consider your source because there's some people that just don't like the way, don't like the way things are done in your CPS, so they dip out and they take those bad feelings with them and they never let go of them. Yeah. Um, and there's some people that absolutely love it. They swear by it. They don't plan on going anywhere else. And that's, that, and that's what's up. Um, you know what I mean? So you're going to get both ends of the spectrum, man. At the end of the day, it's going to be your personal experience. And then, and I tell people all the time, you are going to determine how good or bad your experience is. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, you made a good point in terms of the, like, Hey, let me rewind this back, you know? And cause a lot of times it's a self-assessment like, Hey, wait a minute. Is there something that I'm doing that I could do to change how I feel about the situation? Yeah. Let me just change my music. Oh, this feels a lot better. I'm not working in a coal mine now. Now I'm running through strawberry fields. I'm with <laughs> this. You know what I mean? Like it's just we just we we have an opportunity to make a lot of dope stuff happen. But I sometimes I feel like we get in our own way. You yeah. know what I mean? And you know, if if we ever just get to a point again, like you said, of just rewinding it back, doing a little bit of self assessment, figuring out where we're at with where where we are, it dude, it, it can you can you can literally make a change on spot. I'm like, all right, you know what? I need to be better with this, this, and this. Yeah. So yeah, man, I'm 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 I, I'm 100% behind you. I'm 100 with that. I think, you know, it's just it can easily be fun, and we can continue to have fun. 
but I mean, obviously we got, I mean, you know, it's, 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 it's hard when you have a lot of hate going on, you know, it's, it's hard when people don't want to just, people want to just get down and just go have, you know, have a good time, you know, you're in 83, so like, I just feel like you guys are naturally just goofballs, bro, so like, y'all, I feel like y'all have, you guys, 83s, 93s, I feel like we have a lot of fun, a lot, a lot of fun, um, just because, you know, we're either a biscuit away from being up the next weight class or we're a fart away from being the weight class below. We're just kind of the average man. So yeah. we just kind of have that average Joe frame of mind when we, you know, kind of do our things, you know what I mean? And then, you know, I think you start getting – I'm just – I'm well, starting to be a hater right well, now. Well, no, no, but here's the up. thing, though. Here's the thing. I think the 83 is based on the height. Yeah. A lot of little man complexes. <laughs> I'm going to say that starts kicking in with the heavier 74s. All right, so if you're a heavy, heavier 74, you're essentially an 83. Yeah, if you're a heavier 74, when you're a biscuit away from being an 83, you're an angry little man, dog. It just is what it is. But those tall, the, the taller, the taller 83s, they have the time of their lives. You know what I'm saying? The like the the average height three. <laughs> Hold on, let me interrupt you. Care. What's an average height of the eight? What's a taller eighty three? We talking five seven, five eight. <laughs> if you if you are five eight and above, you are a towering eighty three. <laughs> like if you're five, if you're oh anything over five seven and you're eighty three, you are minute bowl of the freaking <laughs> class. You know what I mean? And then like after that, it's just kind of whatever. But. Yeah, man, like, you know, and then, of course, I think it shoots up to, like, 5'10". If you're 5'10", and you're a 93, dude, you may as well play basketball as far as we're concerned. Like, yeah. you don't belong. You don't belong there. You don't belong. You know what I'm saying? So, and then, like, then after that, it's just all the, you know, the guys that eat a lot of food and move a lot of weight. They're just mad because they're fat. I've been there. I know what it's like, dog. It's it's bad, bro. That 105 life, that one that 120 life, like, you just, you're fat and you're mad. Like, you just don't want to, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you love the weight. Unless you're Ashton, of course. You love the weight. You love moving all of that weight. Be like, man, I don't want this gut, dude. I don't like this. You like you. <laughs> so you like, but I don't want to go back down to ninety three because I'm gonna lose these gains, cuz you know what I mean. Or I'm gonna have to commit to at least four months of of solid weight loss to make sure I don't lose all these gains. But I don't want to do that. I'm trying to eat. You know, like so. It's like. You're angry. You know what I mean? Like, I'm angry right now because I'm, like, going back down. But once I get there, I'll be happy again because I'll be able to, like, see my toes and tie my shoes and, you know, like, put lotion on my feet, you know what I'm saying, without, like, holding my breath. And, you know, I don't have to brace to put on, like, tennis shoes. Like, you know, it's little things, you know, the little things from, like, having a belly to not having a belly. But, yeah, man, I, you know, I'm of course I'm talking trash. But yeah, I just think, like, you know, 83s, you guys, like, you just, you have the life, dude. I mean, like, because you're not fat, you know what I mean? Like, you got just, you have just enough body fat that you can still be happy, you know what I mean? But then you still have abs, you know what I mean? Like, it's it's low-key unfair, but it's fair, you know what I mean? Like, but you still can't really touch the top shelf, so it's like, all right, cool, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, it's like a little bit of both, you know, so. Yeah. In 93s, like I say, we're we're not much better, you know, we got a couple of inches, you know what I mean? But, like, we're just, you know. I say we just we were the eighty threes that decided I'm gonna eat. Or yeah. the one oh five is like, you know what, bro, I maybe I shouldn't have that extra pizza pizza. Like we're just kinda <laughs> there, you know what I mean? That's why we're the biggest class. There's like a thousand of us. We're like ants at the freaking nationals. So yeah, man. I um I don't know, like I said, but it's it's just a lot of fun. You you know, you 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 I just noticed over and over and over, man, that just, you know, the the lighter guys, man, the light heavyweights and below, we, we have a lot of fun. Um, you know, in you know, saying they don't 
start, you know, and then you start getting those little mean little 74s, dog. And then those 59s, bro, they don't even, 66s to 59s, they don't care if you're alive, man. Like, get out of their faces. They don't yeah. care. <laughs> they're all, <laughs> man, I've said it so many on the podcast, so many times on the podcast before. I rip on the 74s at will. And for pretty much in any any situation that you're talking about right now, <laughs> like it's it's always I just love doing it and uh, yeah, it's just like the seventy fours, the guys who 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 just they take everything so seriously. Everything's an insult to them, man. You I, and I love I love making fun. Of, I, I mean, because I love the guy. He's such a terrific lifter, Austin Perkins. I love just saying little shit about him on the podcast because I know. It, it gets them riled up. If you look at two white lights right now, on two white lights right now, I just posted Garrett Fears lifter rating. LS, you're about to have one on here too. But on two white lights a page, someone tagged Austin Perkins and said, Angelo said you were a 72 overall on the show. And I know that was going to piss him off because he's not a 72 overall. Hell no. And I just said that just to piss him off. Dude. You have Austin. Austin's going to pull a hamstring now. You have <laughs> Going nuts training, like I said, I'll show you seventy-two. I'm telling you, bro, those little man, listen. And uh, he knows like, I'm like not... I could tell him to his face thousands of times, dude. You are the one of the best damn lifters I have ever seen. You are probably absolutely. the greatest young lifter I've ever seen. I am putting uh, if if we start taking bets, if Vegas starts taking odds on USAPL and IPF, I am pu- putting my future bets on you to win Raw Nationals, IPF Worlds for years to come. I could yeah. tell him all that, but if I tell him that his squat's like, okay, he'll lose his shit. He will lose his oh damn mind. That is hilarious. I'm just, listen, it's just, I mean, it, but it, that's just how it is, man. Yeah. I mean, Atwood sets the tone. You can't, well, tell Atwood he can't do something. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, I could so, probably do the same shit to Atwood. It'll, it'll piss him off dude, as much. you leave Atwood alone, bro. That dude, he's, <laughs> He's he's cocked. He's ready to shoot at any point. There's a there's a few there's a few there's few lifters. I'm like, man, I don't know about him. Atwood's like he's one of the nicest dudes, man. I'm like, that boy's a villain, low key. Like I just I've known him for years, man. He's got the villain hairstyle, dude. He is one of the funny. He's just man. He's just there's you know there's there's a few people you see like, hey man, that guy's competitive. There's just some people like, bro, he's built different. Atwood's one of those like, hey, he's built a little different. Like, hey, leave homie alone. This, let this, why is he drinking chocolate milk in the corner by himself? You know what? Just let him do his thing. Atwood alone. He's he's good. I mean, like, I just I feel like if if, if Atwood would be like, he would be like the he would be like the head guy in the prison yard. You know what I mean? Like, why is he over there by himself? You know what? That's Atwood. Just let him, leave him alone. Let him do his thing. Yeah, let, man. Let him just let, let him, him do eat. his thing. He likes chocolate milk. Just let him do his thing. He just combs his hair and drinks chocolate milk. Just let the guy, let him do his thing. Yeah, dude, those those guys are just they're they're a different breed, bro. Those if you're a seventy four, uh, a a top a top a top tier competitive seventy four, you're going to take you're going to take you're going to take it personal. Yeah, you're going to take everything. Like, literally, hey, man, literally everything, everything is going to be taken personal. Everything, everything, everything. It that will... is funny. I did not. I I mean, I. I can assume that Austin was like that just because he's a seventy four, but I just I would, I would think, he seems like he's such a happy dude. Oh, he's 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 a he's a he's, a, he's until definitely until you say something. Yeah, until he's, he's a happy dude, and you know what? He doesn't get angry. 
But like it, it is that competitive edge that's it's good. But it man. is so funny to do it to him. You know what? And you know who else is kind of like that too? Ash Janowska. He's out of seventy four. Oh, Even if he cuts down to seventy four, you know, I mean, at this point, I think he could do about anything. But like, I could tell him a few things. Like, all right, you know what? Like, I think this guy's you know making a little bit better progress than he actually. He will prove. He will. He will do a meet for fun to prove you wrong. And to kick your ass just to I, just to oh, prove a point. I'm like, man. He will come to 83 to kick what? my ass. <laughs> I like, guarantee you got, it. You, listen, you, you got the juice. It's fine. <laughs> no one's touching you. Just leave. You, you're fine. No, but LS, they like, Ashton, you're good. Yeah. You got the juice. He's, him no and Perk, I think, right are now. the Michael Jordan memes. They are just a yeah, Michael dude. Jordan meme of taking everything personal. Like okay, oh, this man. guy, this guy just totaled, you know something, something ridiculous. Ashton's got to get down there and do it better. Yeah, like all oh, this guy, he, he totaled, you know, he totaled whatever, whatever. Like, yeah, but you know, I'm like Ashton, man. They said they didn't think I could do. It. Like, no one who said that. <laughs> no one said that. The oh, oh, hold existing. on, hold on. If if we're talking about the good lift points, I might have told him he couldn't do it. <laughs> Man, leave that kid alone. <laughs> just, I mean, listen, just because, like, I'm like, I'm if I tell he, him he doesn't do I'm it, he's going to he, do it. I'm hoping he sticks around for a while. You're going to have this dude run into a brick wall at some point. <laughs> You're going to send him to Snap City. Quit making these comments, man. You gotta What's listen. my strategy? With, with great. With, with, it's great. You've got influence. Yeah, I, I, should do, I should make Russ do it. Shit. Just, like, but Russ doesn't yeah. give a shit. He'd be like, yeah, I don't care, Angel. Shut up. <laughs> yeah, dude, like. I just like Angel's out here just he's out here just running people into brick walls, man. Jeez, like listen, you gotta listen. You need to put a a, a, a caution at the beginning of these these podcasts. Hey, by the way, warning. <laughs> when you listen to this, you may be triggered. I think I do. Said, I do think I pick on Perk the most on this podcast because it's oh, man. because like it's he is the easiest person to get going in hell. He, I'm prop. You know what? I'm gonna take credit. When he becomes like the greatest lifter in the IPF and USAP, I was oh, like, Dude, I'm done with I was, you. <laughs> I'm like, I was, I was your Howard Cosell. Like, I was your Howard Cosell getting you to that point, man. Like, I just said a bunch of false shit on the podcast just to motivate you, and boom, now you're the best man, lifter in IPF leave history. Perk alone. Let him do his thing. <laughs> they call him a percolator. Why do they call us a per- percolator? Because he just does this the whole time man that's that's funny man oh my god he did that that's hilarious <laughs> yeah, well speaking of those ratings let's do that right now so i'm gonna have oh, you god. have you played like you know madden 2k anything yeah, like that man. all right oh yeah so i don't have to explain you to the the, the ratings part no, but you're rating it. yourself on each lift one two hundred squat bench and deadlift you don't really need to tell i mean i could do simple math uh with the calculator to give you your overall rating but what would you right. give yourself like on squat, bench, and deadlift. Oh God! Oh my gosh! Why would I do this? I know, man. Right now, where I'm sitting at right now, squat, I give myself a 94. Okay. I'd go 94. Okay. It's work to be done, but bench wise, man, my my bench is pretty nasty. I will say that. Um, even when it's bad, it's pretty good. Oh man, it's definitely not a hundred. It's not a 99. I'm not going to do myself like that. I would say, you know what? I'll go, I'll say 96 bench. Okay. I think that's fair. Yeah. 
And deadlift. Ooh, deadlift's like a nine. I say ninety. Ooh. Deadlift, I would say ninety-three. Okay. Yeah. All right, so yeah, you I'm said not feeling myself that much. Ninety-six. You said ninety-six for squat, correct? No, ninety-six for bench. Okay. Nine, it was uh, 94, 94, 96, 93, I think is what I said. Yeah, so it was, uh, 90, 94 So you squat, would, you would, you would come up to a 94 overall. So in the two I, White Lights video game, hopefully coming out soon, L.S. McLean's lifter rating, 94 rating. And you know what? You're going to be at the will of the two White Lights listeners on this one because... Oh, they're going to murder Oh, me, yeah, dog. man. I love doing this. I love it. I love doing this. <laughs> Can I post it on the oh, page? No, no, you no, got a debate no. going? Yeah, no, no. I'm good. I'm good. Like, I got receipts. You go to my IG. <laughs> I mean, I'm pulling high sevens. I would I mean? say, yeah, I would say that's fair. If I go straps, if I, go straps I can pull eight. But I'm like, <laughs> I, I, I don't got the balls to try that yet. I'm going to do it, though. Trust me. I'm going to do that before nationals. So, I mean, I'll go at least eight. I got I mean, I, I got a, I got a solid 760 pull right now on IG somewhere. You got to go dig and find it. It's like a few weeks back. Um, bitch, that's a 530, 540. You can, you can, my lips, my lips get me. I'm a 540 on that bad boy. All right, talk your shit, man. 10, hold up. <laughs> you got the, I got the 740 squad like water on that bad boy. I need to post that 780, y'all boys don't trip. Y'all probably <laughs> bump your boy up. But I'm be, <laughs> I'm talking. <laughs> no. Listen, somebody out there, Dogecoin your boy, send me to the moon. You know what it is. Send me to the moon. Yeah. Oh, no. Dude, you know yeah, you know what's dude. funny about this? Just I mean, I've only done it like three times so far. Did it with Garrett, yeah. Sean, and Chance Mitchell. So I've done it, yeah. and like I, I did it with Garrett too, where I'm like, ah, you know what? I think I would have your bench at like an 88 or something like that, or I'll have your overall at 88. And he got offended. I'm like, yo, have you well, ever played Madden? If you're an 88 on Madden at a skill, you can be pretty damn happy with that. You can pretty. You're solid. Yeah. But, well, then, then I took but, my yeah, bench. But, but everybody. I, but everybody wants that, you know. I'm trying to think. Everyone wants. Everyone wants 99. Everyone oh, wants 99. And really, you can really give. Like, is I'm sorry, dude. It's all good. Is there a 99 out there? I would. I would say there's three people who are like the Devin Hester hundred speed type people. So I would say. I, mean, I would say Ashton's one of them. Ashton is probably in the 97 through 99 range. Atwood, 97 through 99. Oh, at, oh Atwood's a 99. Atwood and, would be my 99. And when we get into the untested side, even if you're untested, Hack. Hack is a 99. Here's who I'm going to say is my 99s. If I could say three 99s, I would say, well, I would say Amanda Lawrence, 99. I would say Hack, definite 99. Yuri Belkin, would be a ninety nine. Ninety. I would. I would, I would have, maybe. I would have to look at all of his lifts because I think that massive deadlift at times can really skew some things. Yuri can squat, man. No, he no, he's squat. no, no. He's I'm not taking. He's an excellent lifter. No, he's but. not a solid bench. I would. I would. I would. I mean, because his squat would definitely be a hundred. So even if his bench was like a ninety six, that was gonna. That's gonna bump that. Wait, do his, we? His, his, I mean, are, are we doing like hundreds? A, because remember, there was one man in history that got a hundred on. Skill and that was Devin Hester. That was legendary. Yeah. You're talking about one dude. And the thing is, but here's the thing: had Bo Jackson played in that era, Bo Jackson would have been 100. Probably, yeah. 
Because on 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 um super what was it Super Tecmo Bowl? Yeah, Bo Jackson was untouchable. Yeah, for you, sure. Like you weren't even. Born. Well, you know what? If you played when Devin Hester was a hundred speed, hundred speed wasn't as valuable as like a hundred agility. No, you know what I'm saying? Like so, I'm like you could stop Devin else. Hester still on the game. He wasn't unbeatable, but but say he just, if he broke, it's a wrap. But but say you so, who would get street. the 2004 Michael Vick playmaker? Michael Vick, because that was like a cheat code in the modern video game era. So would that be oh, Hack? so who's got the cheat code? I think that's Hack. But Hack's got the cheat code. For right? Because sure, he's done it Natty. Sure. He's done it untested. He's done it, he's, he's on his way of like doing it in like three different weight classes. See how big he's getting. Yeah, Hack's got the cheat code. For sure. <laughs> um. Oh my gosh, what about... We forgot about him, Daniel Bell. I was Daniel about to Bell. say, I was about to say Bell. He's up there Daniel too. Daniel Bell for sure. But uh-huh. I think what heck, see, here's the thing. This is my natty elitism talking. When you got Hack in there, he's done an I he won IPF Worlds, Natty, yeah. and he's doing the things that he's doing now. So I mean, is there anyone who could really call that claim? Um no, right? I mean... How dare we? How dare we not? Well, because they, we can always play in legendary mode, and if that's the case, then Ed yeah. would be your 100. He would be the 100? Yeah, Ed would definitely be the 100. Okay. I could, I could get on board with that. Ed would be the 100. Just, just like if, if, if... I mean, it, obviously, they don't necessarily do it, but I mean, just like Jordan would be 100. <laughs> It would Jordan would definitely be a hundred if, yeah. if if it were like you know what I mean like yeah yeah for sure yeah but uh, yeah I I mean if Ray benches six plus then Ray's ninety nine yeah Ray I would I and yeah I wasn't that's a person often gets forgotten uh, at times when you're talking about like pound for pound stuff because always always the heavyweights even if you look at other sports pound for pound people don't acknowledge the heavyweights as much which is crazy because they are literally yeah. the strongest they're they're um, literally the best. Man, I would say yeah. I would I would call Ray ninety nine. It's hard because Benica, Ray would be ninety nine. Benika would be a ninety nine. Yeah, Benika Benika would definitely be a ninety nine. And I, I would I would disagree with you on one though. I would say Amanda Lawrence would be like a ninety seven or ninety eight. You ninety seven. I mean, come okay. on. <laughs> Come okay, on, okay. she's ninety seven. That's like a, a that's a gift. A ninety seven. What are you talking about? You're talking about two points only because. So I think Amanda Lawrence at times can be really looked at as this person who has dominated the sport for like five years, and he is one of the most successful in the past five years. But you got to factor so in Daniela Mello in there too. You know what I mean? Yeah. Within that time yeah. range, because someone tried to make an right. argument to me that. Amanda Lawrence is the most dominant person in the USAPL. I'm like, wait, if you go back in the history books, you know, like Daniela Mello was the national champion. Yeah. And the I mean, only, and then yeah, they, that, they totaled the same exact thing at IPF World. So it's yeah. not like. And the only, yeah, and the only reason I, I would give Amanda nod is because she did do the last national. Oh, yeah, for sure. But like. You know what I mean? So like I would have to give her the nod. They had, I mean, it could be a completely different story had Daniela, you know what I'm saying? You know, competed as you well, know. But then, then the person who I would actually maybe give a ninety nine after or before her would be Heather Connor. Oh crap! <laughs> right, I'm tripping. <laughs> right, I'm tripping hard. Heather, I am so sorry. 
I slept on you. <laughs> I am so sorry. And yes! Yeah, and I, I think if you're going to take, like, the equivalent of a 74 male, I think a 47 kg female is the same thing. Absolutely. You're talking about some Tasmanian devils down there. Jeez, and Bryce, how could I... I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm a bad... I'm a horrible friend. I can't... You know what? I got to get all these people on the show, though, because I don't make cards for people who don't go on the show. So we're just oh, going to yeah, be... This is true. Yeah, so, you know, we got to we gotta get, like, Heather Connor on to give her rating. Amanda Lawrence yeah, on to give her dude. rating. Daniela, let's run so, it back. Give your rating. Hack, definitely come oh, on. Give your rating. Yeah, man. But, you know, I, it is I, fun I, to see how people rate themselves and then how people rate them. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Because Garrett Fear is taking a lot of shit right now on the Two White Lights page. What did he give himself? He gave himself a, a 91. That's not bad. No, it's... It's good. I mean, I think I gave him an 89 overall, which between two points is, I don't think it's significant. Yeah. But like, uh, Steve Denovi, my co-host, he's a numbers guy. He actually yeah. created an algorithm for this where I think, I got to check the comments, he rated him like an 86 on the platform based on the algorithm. Now, I, I don't know what he did. Oh, crap. We're talking We're talking. We're talking oh, dude, Two White Lights comes with information. Steve Denovi has Wait, bought the show. Wait, we're talking gymless or are we talking... We're talking platform. Oh, we're talking platform. Ah, oh, dude, you're tripping. I didn't know that. Let me run it back. All right. My platform is way different. <laughs> <laughs> tripping. All right, then in that case, let's go back. I am going to say, oh, uh, squat. Definitely going to be, uh, <laughs> we're going 90. Um, Bench. Bench is... Uh, you know, no, I've had a couple world records in bench, so I'm still, I'm gonna still go 95, 96 bench, um, and then deadlift, deadlift. I actually the last two, three worlds, I've been like top three. Uh, I'm going to say deadlift. I'll give myself a 90. Uh, no, dude, because I could be better than that. I'm gonna give myself an 89. Yeah. Okay. So you're looking at 91. I would probably, I mean, I would be in that range of 90 to 94, I guess, with you. Because I don't have, like, the world records, like, given to me. And then we're thinking of some cool ideas, like, based on the years, based on, if we're talking Two White Lights 2021 coming out soon, I would have, I mean, it would be a cool rating to do. Oh, two I lights twin twenty one. I I'm in there, boy. Woo! Oh yeah, I'm in there. We gotta I'm start talking there. cover but that, athlete. But, that's, but that would be <laughs> but that would be me as a one twenty and a one hundred five. It wouldn't be in the ninety three. So you gotta wait to see me. You know, you know what you gotta do though in that situation. If you're making a video game, you gotta adjust the overalls accordingly. So true story. Like so, Atwood. I mean, Atwood's like top ten, eight eighty three, just from a mock, just from a regular meet he did. So, like, you put Atwood, you got to adjust his overall rating when he goes 93, then 74, he's obviously 99, but 83, yeah. is he, like, is he like 89, 90 at 83? Yeah. Dude, I'm telling you, we can make money with is, possibly, the most, is, possibly the most boring video game of all time, but a video game nonetheless. I mean, it can be done. If nothing else, we just may, need to make covers. Oh, yeah. Who would just be the cover make, athlete? That's the, that's the big one. Who do we want to curse? <laughs> Who do we want to curse? <laughs> This is honestly though. This is something that we need to. I need to have you on my podcast. All right. We need to. We need to do a quick collab, and we need to 
this is what we need to do. I'm thinking about it right now, and I got it. We need to go. I need to have you on my, my podcast, my live podcast. Okay. Right? Um, we'll get on Twitch. We'll go live, right? We'll have people log in, log on, get in the chat section, may make a splash, a quick little splash page that they can go to and start voting for who they would want to see on the Two White Lights video game cover. I love it. And we'll it. see what we come up with. And we can spend like an hour, hour, two or three, just, you know, we can probably put it ahead of time. Like, hey, guys, send us the name of people that you feel like should be on there. And if we could just discuss them. We oh, yeah. look up their stats, all that stuff. Spend about an hour doing that. And at the end of that hour, do the calculations and figure out who's going to be on the cover. And then, boom, you have your cover. All right, man. And that you would know- be the funniest thing. On this earth, and just like, <laughs> uh, and the curse goes to. <laughs> and who, really, yeah, who, that's really argument. Who do we want to curse for 2022? Because, you know, the, I mean, the Madden curse at this point, actually, I think it's been, I think there was a few outliers who had great yeah, news. Yeah, there's, there's but a few outliers. I'm never going to forget, uh, what was it, Peyton Hillis? Yes. Who was on a Madden cover and fell off the face of the earth? Like, I don't even know. I feel like he literally just I, – I, I feel like he got Thanos snapped, dude. Like, I just, like – I saw him, and then I did. I'm like, first of all, how is this guy on the cover? He had, like, what, one year? I, I think there was just – I don't this, even know if he had, I, I don't think they could have come up with a guy that year. <laughs> yeah. Like, I was like, you know what? Have we had a white running back on this yet? No? <laughs> got it. I got it. I got the guy. Might have been it. And they – you know what I mean? They're like, damn. Yeah, because that was that was the talk of the NFL. It's like, wait, is there a right white running back? Is good? What? Like, is that is that a thing? Was he averaging? Yeah, like I, 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 yeah, man. I don't even know. I haven't heard that name since I saw that cover of the game that I did buy. By the way, and there's none of these white guys. So get off of that. I game. I forget the year. What was that year? I want to say. What was that year? Two thousand seven. That's a complete guess. Because I'm thinking Ray Lewis, 2005, 2006, I think was Brett Favre. Right. Why I know this is crazy. I don't know. Was it 15? Was it 2015? No way. That guy guy was playing, I think, it it was a while ago. Madden 12, maybe? I don't know. Cover. I want to. I want to say either. All right, two thousand nine. It was Madden twelve. Madden twelve. It was Madden twelve. Holy shit! I thought he played forever ago. No. I mean, man. it seems like it because I really only saw one year of him. He, yeah, like I. He, yeah, he, he was running back for the Browns. That's crazy, <laughs> bro. He he traveled around. I didn't even know. Yeah. Yeah, he yeah. had one year, one good year under the sun, and uh, I mean another one like. Another big one was Vince Young. Vince oh, Young fell off the face on. of the earth. I'm sorry. Come on, don't do that. No, I'm not to Texas, man. Yeah. He was, oh yeah, Texas doesn't have another like 75 athletes they could just go back on. They, they don't. <laughs> they have. They have Earl Campbell, Ricky Williams. Yeah, Earl, Earl Campbell's my guy. Earl the Pearl. Yeah, man. I uh, yeah. That is crazy. That's crazy. I forgot all about Peyton Hillis, man. Yeah, so the Madden curse is real, but hopefully maybe, I don't know, maybe Two White Lights will be different. Maybe it'll be the blessing, the blessing cover. Yeah. Like you just get blessed that, yeah, and you get cover from it. Yeah, man. And that's, that's, <laughs> 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 like 
Mansfield is going to be the highlight at Raw Nats. It's like a, an annual thing. Like, guys, we're gonna unveil. <laughs> we're gonna unveil. <laughs> we're gonna unveil the cover this year. Who do you think it's gonna be? It just. Oh, and honestly, I think the. <laughs> why is my brain going a hundred miles an hour right now? To be able to. <laughs> You need to have a booth at Raw Nats when when COVID is handleable, when you can actually handle cover. I mean, we can act when when COVID can actually be handled, and just have a, a cutout where you can where people can have their own personal TY lights. <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you, Easy Bank, Easy Bank. Oh man, what's wrong with me right now? Oh, man. It must be a Friday. We're having way too much fun. Oh yeah, um, for sure, man. But yeah, I'm done. I mean, I, that's, I think that's I think the... 91. I yeah. think 91's all right. I, I like I'll that. Get... I like that rating from you. I would, I, I think going in, I would probably, because I only, I don't go based on three. I go yeah. always just based on like one thing, like just the overall. Because yeah. I don't I'm not going to go and do the whole research on it. But I think, oh, I think Chance Mitchell rate himself an 89. I said 89. Like that was my guess yeah. going in. Uh, for right. Noriega, which his is coming soon. Um, 94. I, I think I had him in a 93. And he was at a 94. Yeah. Garrett Fear, I guess, is... Di- but, I mean, you got to test against your own guys, right? So he's not doing it against USAPL boys. He's doing it against USPA guys. This so it's, is true. So it's yeah, different. Yeah, my own guys. Yeah, a 91 right now, yeah, based on how I've, I've, I've been, I, I got, I'll give myself a 91. Now, after this Raw Nats, yeah, my number's got to go up. I'm going to be going after you like, uh, like, what's it like, uh, going after you like, uh, what's his name, Gary 2K? But hey, well, my yeah. rating, my rating needs to go up. Wait, did they? I think they did that once at like an NFL training camp. They had the uh, the overall makers. Like they always yeah, had Madden go through training up. camps. I think someone got called out for yeah. it. Or oh man, they did this on FIFA once. They gave this European soccer player his FIFA rating. You know how they have the FIFA ratings? Yeah. And it was something bad, like a seventy-two or something. And he uh, he got it, and he headbutted his. His whole head through the thing and threw it on the floor. Because <laughs> I'm like, like why did like they give so him it and make him make him take a picture of a 72 rating? That's bullying at that point. That's mean. Dude, I I would I'd be ready to fight someone. Yeah, it's but like think, if I'm you're if you're a 72, like let be, me be a 72 in peace. Don't make yeah, me pose with the picture. That needs Jesus. to be a you know what I mean. I I really feel like that needs to be an annual thing that you guys do. Is like, all right, here's our rating special. We're going into the year rating, you know what I mean? It doesn't necessarily have to be, you know, all USAPL people. Like, we're going to rate, you know, our top. Just make a list of, of 100 names. Like, all right, cool. If we're going to go down. We're going to rate on the top 50. And everybody gets their rating. You know what I mean? I think that would be hilarious. Oh, you know? yeah. Or whoever you give a 99 to, you know what I mean? You know, have them send you a picture and then you put the 99 rate. I think that would be hilarious. So you have, like, obviously, you know, and it's not like you can give out a lot of 99s whatever gets that 99 rating like they get the two <laughs> two I like 99 rating like I made it you know what I mean I think you know what I mean whoever gets a 99 rating they get a shirt you know what I mean they, they, they get a shirt they get the accolade for the year that would be I'm telling you in terms of adding fun to this sport making this sport that much more fun that's the type of stuff that makes that can actually make our sport that much more unique oh, yeah. in comparison to other sports. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, that's cool. They, may, they have their waiting, whatever, whatever. But, like, it's one thing for a guy that's never really played or a guy that's never really, you know, you know, 
been in the, in the, in the shit on a field to be like, hey, I'm going to give you this ring. Like, well, you've never even done this. <laughs> but for somebody that's actually lifted, somebody that's actually active, like, all right, my peers gave me this 99 rating. No, yo, this means something. You know what I mean? Like, so, you know, and then, you know, just the guessing, like, who's getting 99 rating? Like, who gets a 99? Who do you think, guy, who do you guys think is going to get a 99 rating this year? You know what I mean? Like, you know, John Hack got his second year in a row of a 99 rating. What does that mean? Like, you know, there's going to be somebody. Why doesn't he get 100? Yeah. We don't give out 100. Is there anybody you think deserves 100? Like, you know, like, Basically, do they have a world the, the world record squat, the world record bench, and the world record deadlift? No, there's nobody. Sorry. <laughs> well, he's got a world record total. Sorry, that's not 100. Give him something to shoot know. for, too. People, people, yeah, dude. people will be going for and, a world record. Of course, there's going to be Ashton. He's going to try to have the world record bench, the world record squat, the world record pull, and the world record total. Like, that makes me 100. Where's my 100? Uh, Ashton, there's a guy in Europe that did more than you. What? Like, you know what I mean? So that's. And you know what? The part that's going to be hilarious is Austin's probably going to be the first 100. <laughs> yeah. Austin's going to be the first 100. Right? And you know what he's going to do? Why am I not 101? If he does that, I would personally find that man. We're going to have a heart to heart. Like, dude, now you're just being greedy. You know what I mean? You don't know what he put me through unless it's true. It's true. I don't. But yeah, man. But yeah, I, I, I'll, I'll go with the 91. I'll stick with the 91. I think. I think a ninety-one. I think a ninety-one is fair, especially when you talk about platform. Um, I definitely feel like my platform performance is it's it's an upper nineties. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I'll we, definitely go ninety. We yeah, also got to start adding in criteria too. Like that's the next step. Criteria is like platform execution, lift execution, injury oh, yeah. pro. Like that stuff is that's next level yeah, stuff. We're rate. starting in the beta stages right now, but that's like next that's level. Okay, stuff. You know, we got to think of. You gotta have a beta before you get it developed to the to the to the before you get greenlit for the real stuff. All but right. I'm with it. 91. I'm, I'm good with that. I think I've been pretty, pretty durable. So I feel like you know, if nothing else, my durability it gotta be a hundred. Shit, I've been doing this forever. So. <laughs> for sure, man. <laughs> yeah, like, man. I I agree with that. But all right, so we're about to wrap this up, and this is something yeah, cool man. you've been doing that I actually love doing. Like I love these sports debates. And I yeah. actually purposely didn't listen to yours so I could get it, like, just fresh in my mind for right yeah. now. So you often do the Mount Rushmore of powerlifting. So often. I love doing this kind of stuff. Obviously, with the, the uh, two white lights lifter ratings, kind of one and the same. Who is on your Mount Rushmore? My Mount Rushmore, um, it, I mean, it doesn't necessarily change. Uh, but, I mean, and again... Amanda, actually, shout out Amanda Lawrence because she made me really start thinking about like, you know, well, which one are you talking about? You talking about old school? You talking about new school? So I just talk about like for people that I feel have, have impacted me and in turn impacted the the, the lifting community. Um, my Mount Rushmore, obviously, you know, I mean, I'll, I'll always go on uh, St. David Ricks. Mm-hmm. Um, just the, the, you know. Of, of the of, of the legends that I of, of that I all that I've met I mean, I've met a lot of them like he was the first legend to tell me you will be a world champion one day and I it, and it stuck with me and I never forgot it and you know you know I just you know I'll, I'll forever be indebted to that man for that um my number two of the Rushmore list definitely it's going to be Ed Ed Cohen um say what you want to say about Ed I don't care what side uh what side of history you want to be on I don't care. Um, but for me, Ed has been one of the most impactful individuals, um, you know, speaking of legends, just showing love, 
the first message, not my mom, not my dad, not my girl, not anybody, the first message that I got was my first message from Ed Cohen. And I didn't even know the man like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I was in I was in Ireland when I got that message. Um, that was the first message that I got from anyone from, from stateside was from Ed. Um, and I don't even know he ever knew that, but like that man, I mean, not just for what he, what he, what he did as a lifter, but what he continues to do in terms of being an ambassador for the sport. Yeah. Um, dude is just awesome. Every, anytime he's ever come to Texas for the seminar, he, you know, he treats me like, you know, like, like, like I'm one of his own. So I just, you know, I'm, I'm forever indebted to Ed for that. So Ed, uh, is also on that, that, uh, that Rushmore list. Um, man. I would definitely say that Kimberly Walford is on my Rushmore list. Um, and again, a lot of this is people have impacted me just with, with, with her work ethic, you know, and her longevity. Cause Kim and I are the same age. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, she's been doing it just as long as, as she's been doing it longer than I have actually. Uh, but I mean, she's done it equipped. She's done it, you know, raw. She continues to do it. Know what I mean? And you know, there's not a lot of people, you know, that that'll go. You know, there's not a lot of people. Again, like we talked about before, you know, if if you can talk about it or you can be about it, a lot of people like to talk about. I'll do this. I'll do that. I'll say this. I'll say that. But then when it, you know, when rubber meets the road, like, are you willing to back up what you say? I mean, you know, she had her whole thing with the USAPL, and you know, she tried to stand toe to toe with, mm-hmm. and you know, you stand by what you stand, you know, regardless if you feel like you're right or wrong. You stand behind what you believe in. You you know you you mean what you say and you say what you mean. And she did it. And I mean, I mean that's just that's big ball shit as far as I'm concerned. Oh yeah. Um. So Kim Kim Walford, forever inspired by that. Um. She's on the man. I mean man crusher. She's on the uh, Mount Rushmore. And of course, I mean, I don't know that lifting would be where it is today. Um without Jen Thompson. Mm-hmm. She's on my list. Um, I just, I just don't know when I, when I think about how far, you know, just not, not just the women's side, but just looking in general, you're never, you, you can't, you can't see the evolution happening without Jen Thompson having something to do with that. Mm-hmm. You know, and if, if, if you if you don't see lifting having advanced as far as it has without her being in it, then you're under a rock. Um, she just she does her thing, you know what I mean? And she does it in, in the best way and she can never be counted out. And you, you see her evolve she's not just a she can she can bench, but she can do it all. You know what yeah. I mean? And she's pulled for wins and people forget Jen Thompson has pulled for wins. She hasn't benched for wins, but she's pulled for wins. So those would be my four of them. Obviously, you know, I, I you know, I, I said my my honorable mention, you know, even though, you know, he's not necessarily a lifter, I would say Gino. Oh Gino would be That's a good one, man. Gino would be uh he while he might not be one of the four big hands out there. Uh, but Gino would be on my 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 Rushmore. Uh, he would be the fifth head on Rushmore, even though I know I'm not supposed to do that. Um, I think he is as innovative and as 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 beautiful of, of a soul as, as there ever has been. Um, I don't know that I've ever had an an announcer for that matter that, that cared as much 
about my well-being and by you know my execution as Gino does, and he does that for every lifter that's out. Yeah, there. he does. And you know, and if you've ever, if you've ever been in a meet that Gino's called, you feel like a world champion because he makes you feel like a world champion. No matter if you're, you know, you got the the lightest lift or the heaviest lift, you feel like man, I can lift a mountain with this dude calling for me. So, I mean, if you've never been a world championship, but you've had Gino call for you, that's what it's like. Oh, yeah. um, it's, it's it's amazing. And I, it's, you know, there's very seldom do you feel like something's missing when you don't hear a spe- like a specific voice. And without Gino being at an event, you feel like something's missing. Yeah. And by far, he is, he'll, he'll, he's always, he'll forever be on my Rushmore. He'll be that fifth head on my Rushmore. And I don't know that he gets the credit that he deserves, but the, but those are the, those are the, the, the four plus Gino that are on my Rushmore. Yeah, man, I got to reach out wife. to Gino, get him on two white lights. Cause that's like one of the person, like one of the people that I think I find so interesting in the sport oh, is like, he's seriously, and he's actually requested quite a bit on two white lights. I just like have a hard time. Mm-hmm. One, just busy dude like because he travels for these meets like you know is so hard i've tried so many times to figure out a time like i need to get him on i need to get him on and it's just it's not easy to get gino on yeah i mean one gino is like gino is gino is gino and if gino don't trust you gino's not going to give you the time of day and you know so i at least have that type of rapport with him but i mean gino's also that type of person that you know what you want to be able to reserve at least four hours of time because Gino has a story, brother. He's got a story. Yeah. And I want to be able to get all of that. I want to be able to people be able to hear all of that. But, but yeah, man, I'll, um, that's, I would definitely recommend, you know, if, if you can, even if, I mean me, I'm, I'm going to have to drop somebody in order to get Gino on. I can already <laughs> tell you, um, you know, if you got to do it, fine, do it. Um, but yeah, th- those are my people. Those are people on my Rushmore. Nice man. Yeah, I like it. And yours is probably a little bit more well, well thought out, a little bit historical than mine, because I I remember doing this and I was thinking uh-huh. of Mount Rushmore, and we did it for strength athletes. But I'm so intertwined yeah. in uh, powerlifting that I kind of just yeah. threw in a lot of powerlifters. But one guy that has had like this massive influence on me, especially now, because uh-huh. I mean since I was a kid, Mark Henry. Come on, buddy. Mark Henry, man. Like, like Mark Henry. Texas boy. What's that? Wow. Like, Mar- a I Texas mean, because right? well, I was thinking, like, I grew up watching wrestling all the time. Yeah. And he was always the world's strongest man, but I knew him as sexual chocolate. Wow. That's when I grew up watching him was when he was sexual That's... chocolate. And man. then I figured nice. out as I went on. Like the like his actual and once I got more involved in powerlifting, how incredible yes. he was, and I was like, oh shit, he was a powerlifter. That's cool. But then I started diving deeper. I'm like, wait, wait, he competed at like the Arnold's World Strongest Man. He won the thing. It's like okay, that's a cr- and that's incredible. He was part of the I think um, the Pan American Games as an Olympic yep. lifter. Yeah. And he did those crazy feats of strength stuff too, like the the yeah. pulling of trucks, the semis, yeah. and of course he was a world heavyweight champion. Yes. Sir. How the like when we talk about strength athletes and the best of all time, like how can you start to like not acknowledge the dude who has the best crossover success between strength sports and mainstream culture? He was in a stable with The Rock. No. He was yeah, in the nation of domination was, with The Rock. He was the 
strength athlete. Yeah. And people people tend to forget like how much of an impact he's had on the game because he was so good at everything he did. You know what I mean? Like he's just had he stuck with one thing, he would have been the goat of that one thing. But he was good at all of those things. Yeah. Um and I mean crazy thing, my my cousin actually my cousin was a powerlifter at UT back during the Mark Henry days. He actually trained with Mark Henry. So yeah. that was that's that's cool. That it was, it was cool. I watched his uh his special on the, the WWE network and I was like, wait, wait. That's my cousin. Like, <laughs> right next to Mark. So that was I was cool seeing that. But yeah, man, I um I, I I completely agree with you. Um how he can be left out, you know, is is it's mind boggling when you think about it. Um I believe I believe some people are just a victim of their own talent. I believe he was so talented in so many different areas, you know, and so what's the word I'm looking um Well, I had I had He was a galvanizing figure, dude. Yeah, well I had someone like message me cuz I think I, I think Barben posted yeah. like the best crossover athletes or best strength athletes do multiple things and mm-hmm. Mark Henry wasn't pitcher. I'm like that should be the only pitcher. Should be Mark Henry. But That's somebody only, met, like yes. somebody commented on the thing where they're like Oh man, I didn't know he did all those things. I thought I thought it was a gimmick. I thought that was his gimmick was being the world's strongest man. I'm like, no, no, no. He, he was, was the, the world's strongest, strongest man. man. Vince called him because he was he heard that Mark Henry was a big wrestling fan. Yeah, and then like Mark Henry thought and he was that's a big how, guy. Yeah. what like Vince McMahon and then we went back me? to go win again. His basically his job his job in the WWF was riding on him being the world's strongest man. Yeah, that's how like I just. You can't write a better story, but yeah, like um, if you ever, I don't know if you, you may have already seen it, but if you ever get a chance to go to the uh, to to watch his documentary on the WWE Network, I'm sure that you could probably find it outside of that. It oh, is, I have I have I'm the WWE right Network. We're good. We're gone. I just got it. Watch that documentary ASAP. Okay. It is it's a tearjerker. I was, man, I watched it twice. Um, <laughs> yeah, man, Mark Henry for sure. Yeah. And he's a Texas guy, so. Yeah, I, I think I just have to yeah, put him man. on personally because, like, I became such more of a fan. I mean, again, like, it's I, it's a childhood nostalgia thing because I always loved Mark Henry. Yeah. I always loved Sexual Chocolate. I thought that gimmick was hilarious when I was a kid. I always like, yeah. enjoyed his whole thing. But then he he still so, kept it going, like, into a high level for absolutely. such a long time. And he was able to turn it into a great gimmick and be the world heavyweight champion. So that was awesome. But... Then, like, the rest of my list becomes just, like, really strictly powerlifters, which is kind of funny. Because I, I would agree, Ed Cohen, Ed Cohen's always, I think, the way he's an ambassador to the sport, the way he yeah. is constantly, he constantly has a presence. And... Always. Because he's, he's a, I believe he's in Chicago, and I get to see yeah. Ed Cohen all the time. Like, if it's an APF Dude. meet, USPA meet, USAPL meet, there's a good chance that Ed Cohen's going to be there. Man, I... That is just enjoy that, brother. Yeah, enjoy that because very seldom. I mean, I mean, how many people would kill to be around Michael Jordan? You know what I mean? Anytime they wanted, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just you know, and I and again, Ed's one of those that if you know, if you're if you're around the sport long enough that people can like learn to appreciate what you've done for the sport, you start getting thank yous. You know, and it should obviously it shouldn't be that way. It shouldn't be like all right after you're done lifting, hey, thank you, but. You know, um, that's that's my thing, man. I think that's going to be a, a huge thing that, you know, that I'm looking forward to having an opportunity to do with a lot of these lifters that 
you know, that I compete against, that I, you know, that I've competed with, that I used to compete with, that don't no longer compete, that's the coach and all that stuff. I think that's going to be one of the big things I'm have an opportunity to do at, at Nationals is say thank you to a lot of them. Because a lot of them are equip lifters mm-hmm. that, you know, that I super look up to. So, you know, I just, I'm excited. I'm excited for that. So, you know, hope, hoping, hoping the COVID dies down enough that, you know, that everyone feels safe enough to go and that, you know, that it's, you know, because it's, it's a possibility. It could happen. Anything can happen. But yeah, I, you know, so we've got Mark Henry, Ed Cohen, Ed the man. I, I alluded to this one earlier. I have a deep admiration for John Hack. Absolutely. I think he is still going. I like. I think when I did this show originally, like a lot of people were saying, "Yeah, but his legacy isn't done yet." I'm like, I agree. But right now, if he just stopped powerlifting, there's really I don't think anyone who could hold the claim of being because when I got into the sport, he set all the records for 83. Like in 2016, yeah. he was the guy for drug tested lifting in '83. So yeah. I was like, all right, well, this is the dude. Him and Russ are the guy. Yeah. Him, Russ, and Sean really were the dudes, and he was the best yeah. of that. And then yeah. he goes and does the anti side and gets even better. And yeah. I remember like saying to myself, if he totals 2K at 181, I'm like I don't, I don't even know what to do with myself. <laughs> and then he, and then, but now that's like cup change for him. Mm-hmm. It's like totaling at that. Now it's, you know, he's setting records at 93. He's setting the total records at 93. He's looking much, mm-hmm. he keeps on getting better and better. I could see him going up a weight class and setting the record total there. It just seems to never oh, yeah. stop. And I think there's always, if you're a tested lifter, an untested lifter, if you're going to argue, you always meet in the middle with John Hack. Yeah. You're like, I. Like you know, the dude to unify I mean, because, the untested, untested. Yeah, well, I mean, a, yeah, I mean, because he's done it on, you know, he's done it on both sides, you know what I mean? But then, of course, there's always going to be a point where, like, all right, well, where does this untested outgrow his tested? You know what I mean? And, yeah. I mean, and I mean, it's just, and, I mean, naturally, it's going to be that way just because it is that way, you know what I mean? Because we are, what have you done for me lately? You know, at this rate, there's going to be a point where, like, well, I mean, that was back in 2015, 2016. It's yeah. 2023 now, and you know, what I mean, like John hasn't done a test of meat in X amount of years, you know. And we can't keep leaning on that, like. But I mean, but at the end of the day, it doesn't matter. Yeah, he did what he did. He was a world champion, a world record-setting world champion, you know, and he really raised the bar for anybody of 83 pounds and below, or 83 kilo and below, and. So it's like, all right, this is where it's at. This is the standard that's been set. Now everybody else catch up. Yeah. And so, if there, you know, if there were no John, you know, the 83s wouldn't have the shine that it that it had because that was the John um, Brett Gibbs. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. and people forget Brett Gibbs is not necessarily somebody you can sleep on. Oh and, no. That's a relevancy oh, bias. <clears throat> that relevancy bias with Gibbs is such a. I always. That's another one. Who as, as more you see Russ and the more you see Sean and the less you see a Gibbs, that's going to be the relevancy bias because it was. I mean, but it's I, not even a year's time. We were talking about him being the favorite to win Sheffield, and now yeah. you don't get Sheffield. You, I mean, I believe he's having surgery now. So then, yeah, 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 surgery. You don't you don't say so active. People forget about yeah. you, and it's like whoa. In twenty twenty, yeah. we were talking about him being the favorite to win Sheffield. He was my favorite to win. Yeah, 
but the thing is, you also have to understand the type of, you know, the type of person, you know, that, you know, he appears to be. He's not the type. He doesn't necessarily care. Yeah. Which I appreciate <laughs> so much because people want to give that man the world. He's like, ah, I'll get it when I need it, mate. Like, he just, <laughs> bro, I, I'm telling you right now, man, I am a huge Brad Gibbs fan. Yeah. That's that's a guy you definitely got. You got to get him on your podcast. You will you will love it. Oh yeah, man, yeah, that's actually Bro, a good idea. You, you will love having him on because he's just he's super chill. He'll answer anything. You know, you you ask him, it just you know, I mean, good guy, man. I mean, and I just, I, I I think that would be that would be one of your more enjoyable podcasts, man. You will have a blast talking. I'll, just, I'll definitely, yeah, I'll be considering it, you know, because two white lights were growing a little bit, so now uh, yeah, we, man. Can, we can get, just, we yeah, can get, man. we can get some people um, on. So, and the last one, so I have Mark Henry, Ed Cohen, John Hack, and this one I have to say true to it because I said it, and I still think the potential is there because we talk so much about influence and performance. Steffi Cohen, mm. Steffi Cohen, I think I, I really think COVID shut down. Something that she was creating for the sport and giving back to the sport that I think would have been revolutionary, which was a Kratos event she was creating with that's going to be a strength expo where she was going to put a platform for powerlifting and strength sports where they're treated like professional athletes. Yeah. And I was, I, I was so intrigued at that. And it was something that she was really pushing herself. She right. was getting out there and putting that influence out and I think COVID really took a hinder because I think we'll be talking about Steffi Cohen a lot differently if that actually happened. I think it'll be one of those like because obviously he has the accolades of a lifter, but what she could have done for the sport with that, I think would have been monumental with right. uh, with with powerlifting. I mean, it remains to be seen, man. I mean, that's a solid list, you know. I mean. I mean, it's 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 solid. It's like you don't you didn't stick to one stick. You just boom, 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 yeah, and boom, and they're all, like, they're all like valid. They're the USAPL, the USA, I get labeled as a USAPL elitist a lot, and my Mount Rushmore has like one former USAPL lifter on it, mm-hmm. and that's it. The rest are just you know. Well, Mark, 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 I think Mark lifted. Well, he, it was he did uh, test it. Yeah, he did. He did. He did. Oh my gosh, that was my fault. I keep doing that. It's he, me being. He did. You know, uh, he I'm did. Getting, yeah, he was drug free. Or yeah. was drug tested. He was drug tested a ton throughout yeah. his career. So ADFPA, he did. Yeah, he did it before but, it was USFPA. Yeah, I, I, I bet you know people if they listen to Two White Lights would have just naturally assumed there would have been like uh, like a Jen Thompson on the list or a Heather Connor on the list or yeah. something like that. But I stuck to uh, I stuck to people. You gotta stick to your influence. guns, man. Yeah. I mean, and, I mean, and the thing it's it's your list. Yeah, it's your list. I tell you something that really always, you know. I mean, I, I, <laughs> I know it's like people. Are like, well, why do you call it a Rushmore? It, it could be anything but a Rushmore. I'm like, well, when I say Rushmore, you know exactly what I meant. Yeah. When you say Rushmore, you know exactly. What I'm mean. not gonna it say who be, your top four lifters. Like, like, yeah, because then you're like, well, who your top four? Like, well, it's not the same. I mean, regardless of you know, I mean, and people are like, well, you know, Rushmore was you know taken from you know the Sioux, and I'm like, I get. I get where your PC is coming from, but this is not from a PC. This is, we're just saying, who would you etch on the side of a mountain? Yeah. Who would be your people that you would etch on the side of a mountain? If I was like, hey, who would be your, who would be your, your, your fluke to? 
Yeah. What's floopy tube? You don't know what floopy tube is? <laughs> How dare you not know what floopy tube is? Yeah, like you know I mean, <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's why sports media uses Mount Rushmore so often. Yeah, man. Like you know what Rushmore is? You can be anywhere in the world. I'm like, oh, I know what Rushmore is. And I'm like, oh, well, who you know? Who would you put on side of Mount that was stole from Suenians? No, fool. It's not even. It's not even that type of party. First of all, calm or, down. Or or Second who would you all, replace? On the Mount Rushmore, how about that? Yeah. We, now we're putting yeah. powerlifters on a separate mountain. It's yeah. just powerlifting Rushmore. Yeah, man. Like I don't know. Like I, so I'm like, yeah, I I dig it. You know what I mean? Like, you know, I honestly I want to pose a question. I'm like, all right, so there, you know, who would you like? I'm trying to think of like, there almost needs to be like this criteria for like, all right, if there was an actual, an actual factual. Rushmore, right? And let's say we had, you know, we put people on. Let's say that for sure, Kim Wofford for women has to be on there. Yeah. That's just can't be argued, right? Let's also say for sure that Ed has to be on there. Just, just can't. All right. And then, okay, so who would your other two be? And I think, and I think, and I think, and I think, I'm like, all right, well, who, you know what I mean? Like, you know, I don't know. I, I just, I couldn't really think of who, you know, who would be the godfather of powerlifting? I don't even know who you would, who that would be, you know. So then you put that person on, and then you're like, all right, well then who, who would you say would be the greatest female powerlifter that ever did? Like, uh, you could say that, you know, uh, Jen Todd, that that Dr. Terry Todd's wife would be be that person. So you have your four people that are on the Rushmore, and then the question would could be asked, who would you replace them with? Yeah, who could you replace them? You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I, I just. Dude, I'm, I don't know. I'm all about those types of things. Like, I was just even thinking, like, you know, who... So, say if the powerlifting had, like, a Vince Lombardi trophy. Mm. Who would be the Vince Lombardi? Who would be, yeah. Who, who would who you would give, be, like... Okay, be, like, you could do it for best overall lifter, right? So, if you do it pound yeah. for pound, like, okay, it's not called best overall lifter. It's called yeah. something else. Who would that be? I think powerlifting's a little too young for that, but... I don't know, just, yeah. I always think of those things, mainly because yeah, I'm just man, so like, in private well, sports. If, 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 if powerlifting were like a professional league, who would be the logo? Who would be on yeah. the logo? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, who would be the Jerry you West? Of... Who would be the Jerry West? Like, I, you know, like, who could, you know, and if, all right, well, fine, we, just, we don't have enough, like, well, then who's going to be the USAPL logo? Who's going to be on that logo? Who would you put? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, because, you know, before they sever ties, it's like, easy, hands down. It would have been me. It would have been Kim Walford. Yeah, yeah. I, I would have a different one. I would say Johnny Candido. Not skill get wise. Out of here. Not skill wise, but for people get popularity to powerlifting, that raw powerlifting. I think well, Johnny Candido's a dude. Like Jerry West wasn't just, the best basketball player in the league. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it doesn't necessarily. When we if when we do the Madden cover, you're gonna hear some weird well, things from that, me, dude. In terms of bringing popularity of powerlifting to the world, then it would have to be Ray, Ray Williams. Oh, oh! If if you so if you put Ray Williams and Candido as like a battle between the two, as far as like bringing raw lifters into it, I'm okay with both of them, and I'm okay with Walker yeah. too. But like that would be my thing because sometimes I just don't think like a logo, like because I'm thinking of the NBA's terms. Yeah. Jerry West was not Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. You know what I mean? Yeah. He wasn't Magic Johnson. He was a great player, don't get me wrong, but was he yeah. the dude? No. He wasn't yeah. the dude. Like, right. Candido, obviously, 
is not the best lifter in the USAPL, but he was yeah. extremely influential getting people into the sport. But you put right. Ray Williams on that. Okay, I can see where both you get both. Well, I mean, or like, I mean, a Ray Williams memorial, like Ray Williams classic trophy, best overall lifter, yeah. Ray Williams trophy, boom, that makes sense to me. Because Lombardi yeah. was the first well, Super Bowl winner. But the thing is, if it were, if, I mean, again, it kind of depends, because if the USAPL, they would definitely name it, like, the what is it, Father, whatever, Father, Oh yeah, they what's would, the guy's? I don't know. It would be it would be his name, next, so that we're done. Yeah. So, but well, I mean, I mean, aside but, from... But the NFL, like, the Vince, like, Vince Lombardi didn't find the NFL. If that was the case, yeah. it would be the George Halas Trophy. Shout out to my Chicago yeah. Bears. But get out of here, case. man! How did I know that you were about to plug your Bears? How did I know that was coming? Well, it's but usually yeah, like, usually it's me and so, like if I if it was during football season and my co-host yeah. is also a Bears fan, it'll just be like it will be inserted how much we hate the Bears because they always make the wrong decisions. But. I mean, the NFC Championship is after is, George Halas. Would it be like the Jay Cutler Trophy, or no? Yeah, I got I got my signed Rex Grossman ball over here. <laughs> Sex, <laughs> sexy Rex. Hey, I like Rex. I liked him more than I like Cutler. You know what I mean? Um, that I, you know what? I, I, I would, yeah, I would say. You can take the debate so many ways. You know what I mean? Like, oh yeah. For you want to do sure. the most influence? You, know I mean? you want to do the best? You want to do like. Do you want to do the founder? Well, I mean, it, well, it would be like, well, do you want it to be an international symbol? Like, yeah. If you want more international feel, then you would have to go with Ray for sure. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, I man, think Ray's I just, the best you know, logo. Ray would make the best logo, like, because him oh, celebrating after the squat is like, I could imagine oh, yeah. MLB logo, the NBA logo, just yeah. being Ray Imagine Williams. Ray, like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. That would be, you know, that would be super nice. Yeah. Atwood, Atwood would make a good logo though. Too, well, him jumping, so. him yeah, leaping, yeah, jump. it'd be funny. Yeah, you see the the barbell, and you just see Atwood yeah. like four feet above it. See, I'm glad my brain is not the only one that thinks along these lines. You know what I mean? Like, podcast is only supposed to be an hour. We're like, but think about the logos though. <laughs> we talked about making freaking Madden covers, everything. I mean, but it is what it is. I mean, time flies. Um, but yeah, dude, I think, I mean, I think that a number of people, but I, I. I, I would have to say for sure I would definitely go Kim Wofford. Just the like that the way that she finishes that deadlift is so undeniable. And it would literally be I would just I don't think I would do the full body logo, but I would just do the half body logo of that finish or maybe a three quarter body. I think that would be so sick. Especially man, dude. But again, she's not USAPL anymore. But you know, I mean it's just I mean, it could be enough people. It could be you know what I mean, like to be honest, I would use the Ed Shadow if it's just powerlifting, the, uh, the powerlifting logo just for like the powerlifting professional league. Well, definitely we'd Ed that that hybrid that hybrid pool. Come on, cause yeah, no one no, like that's just that's the most beautiful thing you'll ever see. Yeah. You oh know? yeah, he has he has one of the most iconic pictures in all of you know, powerlifting like, with you know, the side angle. I, I liken it, I liken it to the the Arnold the Arnold outstretched picture. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like That's an undeniable pick. But yeah, man, I you know. That's I don't know. I'm, see, we've got to. I'm definitely gonna have to have you on so we can. We oh yeah, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta hash this out, man. I'm looking forward to that. Like we gotta, gotta really think about this. But yeah, we're already at the two hour mark right now. So thank you for coming on, my man. This was a blast. Thanks for having me, man. I I appreciate it. I no, appreciate it. No problem. It was my no. pleasure. Uh, anytime you want to come on, if you're burning on some topics, you have the open door, my man. Oh yeah. Say, hey, same to you, man. I'm, I'm definitely gonna have you on, man, because I. I yeah, this is this is gonna be a fun one, and, and I'll make sure that I'll make sure that I, that I let it pump it on my end, dude. Because this is 
I guarantee you the people that listen to mine are definitely going to hear this one. This is this is fun, bro. This is <laughs> this is a lot of fun. I, I, I haven't had fun like this on a podcast in like quite a long time, so I definitely appreciate you, Angelo. You killed it. All right, thanks. It, thanks, LS. It's a big compliment coming from you. All right, so that's going to do it for Two White Lights this week. We will see you on Thursday. We could potentially have Joe Stanek on the show, but of course you're going to be joined by me and Steve DeNovi. Peace. What's going on, boys and girls? We have a terrific episode of Two White Lights Fourth Day. I had on the program former IPF World Champion, former USAPL National Champion, in my opinion, a legend in the sport of powerlifting, L.S. McLean on the show, and this interview was a lot of fun. I, it's like everything I imagined it to be interviewing L.S. because I know he's a cool-ass dude, but I didn't know we would think so alike as far as powerlifting goes, as far as sports and powerlifting debates go. I had a blast with this. We talked about everything the listeners, I and LS, like to talk about. We talked about if he believes he is a legend in the sport, we talk about a lot of lifters who he believes are legends, and we talked just about the current state of powerlifting, some changes he would like to see, talk about how to maintain the funness of powerlifting as a competitor, how to maintain that loosey-goosey type of feel. And we also get into his lifter rating, which we talked about an hour at the end of the show about this. And that segued into who would be featured on the Two White Lights video game if it ever came out. Who would be the cover athlete, much like Madden has their cover athletes. Who would be on the Two White Lights cover athlete. Who's on our Mount Rushmore's of best powerlifters. And then we got into a, a whole lot of other conversations and debates on who would be the the logo of powerlifting who would be the jerry west if you will of powerlifting such a fun interview with ls hopefully i can do it again sometime and don't uh don't count out those two white lights cover athletes yet because that might grow somewhere so terrific interview from start to end believe me from beginning to end you're gonna want to listen to this one but before we get into ls's interview gotta talk to you guys about leflar bros Ladies and gentlemen, visit leftlarbros.com, go to the Instagram page, and get yourself some merchandise. Definitely visit that Instagram page because you will see the designs developed for strength athletes, developed for powerlifters, and this is a company that is dedicated to growing the sport of powerlifting, and they're doing a damn good job of doing it because they are releasing awesome designs, awesome merchandise, and they keep on doing good for the sport. You gotta love it. They keep on getting themselves in the meets as well. So check out Leflar Bros on Instagram. Give them a follow. Go on their website. Get some merchandise. You can see the designs. The Leflar family is growing. People are wearing the designs because they look awesome. Make sure you go on LeflarBros.com for their merchandise. And of course, Two White Lights merchandise as well. We got Two White Lights merchandise on Leflar Bros. We got the original logo. We got the Fight Night tee. We got some dad hats now. I'm psyched about that. You can get all this discounted if you use that promo code 2WL15. You will get 15% off of your order if you use that 2WL15 discount code on Leflar Bros merchandise and Two Way Lights merchandise. Just use it on the whole site. You're going to find something you love. I guarantee it. So make sure you are on LeflarBros.com. Also, visit RivalLust.net and get yourself some informed choice supplements. Remember, if you are a drug-tested athlete like a lot of you are, that informed choice supplement, that little check mark on the 
box is going to help you a lot. You don't have to worry about if your pre-workout is tainted or it has some banned substance. Rivalus got you covered with the Informed Choice Supplements. Use promo code ANGELO15 to get 15% off of your Informed Choice Supplements. Also, visit lift.net to get yourself some stoic gear. I only wear stoic gear in the gym and on the platform. It is my favorite gear company. Use promo code ANGELO10 get 10% off of the black label, the white label, the olive drab, all their knee sleeves, wrist straps, singlets. Use that promo code ANGELO10 and you will get 10% off of all stoic gear. Also, visit Notorious Lift and follow them on Instagram. They just released their Sumo Soul Gen 2.0 and it looks beautiful. It looks gorgeous. I love it. No slip drip is a real thing. I know the performance with these shoes are definitely there, but they look great as well. And that's the best combo of all time, performance and looks. You can't go wrong with that. It's like Tom Brady. So make sure you are on Notorious Lift. Follow them because they have their drops. You can't just go on NotoriousLift.com and get whatever you want on there. You get the drops. If you follow the Instagram page, you can sign up for a newsletter. If you get the newsletter, you will see when they are dropping specific types of designs and specific shoes. February twenty or February 19th is going to be the next one. Make sure you guys are on that. Remember, no slip drip is a real thing. Make sure you are on Notorious Lift and follow them on Instagram. Also, follow us, Two White Lights, on Spotify. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Leave a five-star rating and leave a review. That helps the show a whole lot. We thank you for your support. And now, here it is, Two White Lights.